I don't think I don't think it tastes that bad. I just got angry. I got told as a child. I got told as a child by one of my basketball teammates' mothers. He said, "She said, don't drink tap water. It has estrogen and it will make you a bitch." That's what she said, bro. That's how you should open the phone. What? That's the quote. I'm starting it from there. I'm just saying you know from now. Nah. Yeah, there we go, folks. Don't drink tap water. Apparently, that's crazy. It's a Unless new one. that's what you. Oh, are. Yeah, I've, I've heard the whole fluoride in the tap water. Damn. Really, like, ruins your brain. Yeah, but Amer- Americans. That's why their teeth are so wet because they have so much fluoride in the tap water as well. That's the reason. Hmm. Apparently. I need some. I need some more fluoride. Fluoride. That was a good one. That was pretty hard. Horse. 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 <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> One minute in. Nah, 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 nah. What's Horse. going on here? I don't like where it's going, Andy. What's I don't, going I don't, on I don't here? like where it's going. There's, there's too much going right. on. Right, I see what's here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too oh. raw right now. Oh. Hey, pause. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When you're ready, Rods. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, baby mums and baby dads all over the world, welcome to another episode of Take It to the Rim podcast. With myself, Rods, mm-hmm. aka never capping like a Roy all in lowercase. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely wow. What? Absolutely wow. What? AKA capitals because I'm shouting. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see today, we have more than a full house. As you're listening, you can hear there's more than a full house. Yes, sir. So, firstly, I'm going to introduce. Uh, we've got a returning the, guest. Yes, a returning guest. We've As got always. a returning guest. He's back. We've got. I don't want to live here no more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to live here anymore. I've been planning for a few years. God damn it! <laughs> we have. Mr. Australia. No, it's not. What was that? <laughs> Australia. That is an Australian Australia. accent. Yeah, that was terrible. Bro. Oh my god. We have Rory in the building. Yes, oh, Casey. Oh, he's back. I know he's not here to defend Josh Giddy. No, <laughs> so, as you can see, we're also joined by LA Jules. Yeah. Mr. In-season tournament an, winner. An, another trophy, you know what I mean? Oh. It's what we do. Hashtag, hashtag don't hang that banner. <laughs> what else we do? It's winning. And we've got someone who's very parched. <laughs> can, can a man not drink? <laughs> no, you're not allowed to be that thirsty, you know, it's in the room. <laughs> we have Clipper Cam in the building. What's good, what's good? Finally on a win streak. Well done, well done. It's not a fan. It's been a long time coming. Barely. It, means, it means nothing though, it means nothing. 50-50 Clippers. Uh. And um, as the Clippers have been fighting for their lives, hey. <laughs> Draymond Green <laughs> has been Yo. fighting for his life too. <laughs> so as you guys know, there's been a recurrence of issues with Draymond Green. He's, he thinks this is MMA. He thinks he's fighting Deontay Wilder and, and Anthony Joshua and, and Tyson Fury. But no, we, he looks back and, oh snap, <laughs> it's Nurkic. <laughs> So, 
Right now, it seems like uh, Draymond's got more knockouts than Fury. <laughs> and I don't know what is going on here because this isn't the first time. He just recently came back from doing five what? Yeah, 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 five-game five suspension. For the, for choking the, of yeah. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Wow. And now he... I don't... The incident that happened and how it happened, a 360... I, it made no sense. I thought he was fighting <laughs> demons because... That's the only thing that can explain why he will be swinging and 360 like that to, to hit Nurkic. But what are you guys' thoughts on Draymond Green? Like, What is going on with him? Why is... Is there issues behind the issues? Is he just moving mad? There is a theory saying uh, with the new CBA rules that they can now save on 50% of his salary with suspensions. Clay's contracts, obviously, issues there. Mm. Is this intentional? Is it not intentional? No, what's, what? What's going on? <laughs> uh, go, go again. I think it's a long time coming, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think this is a. I think this should have happened a long time ago with the amount of issues he's had. Agreed. And yeah. I think they set the bar with the five games. Yeah. With Gober, I was expecting maybe ten, and I think they're just being a bit more creative with it. I think that from this, I think um, we'll probably end up being about ten games suspension. I reckon. Looking at how. They had indefinite suspensions for people like Kyrie and they come back after like eight, nine games with the whole Amazon link that Kyrie had from before. I reckon... Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I reckon it won't be too long, but I think it makes it look like they're trying to take it in a different approach instead of just slamming an, an extra long suspension. Because it, it, it won't show like he's going to learn anything. He's just going to sit there brooding on the side, looking angry instead of trying to improve <laughs> as a human being. So I think I think that's where they're coming from. Um, with 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 Draymond, and there's two there's two angles to take with this. I'd like to dive into the ridiculousness of it because he tried to say it wasn't intentional. Are you crazy? He said he was tugging his jersey, and to sell the call, he wanted to to exaggerate. He said he doesn't fall to the floor, he doesn't flop or anything like that. But instead of flopping, you're throwing big haymakers, you know, <laughs> big haymakers to. To these six ten, six eleven Europeans as well. What what did they do to you? I saw someone say how it's all calculated, and this is Draymond trying to assert the fact that USA have the strongest and the biggest bids wow. by taking out Gobert yeah. and Nurkic. I think it's disgusting though, for being like one hundred percent real. Like I've I've had a problem with Draymond's game for a little while, only because his off his his non actual basketball antics on the court have been spoken about a lot more than like the good things that he's doing. Mm. And to some extent, you have to start looking at Steph's longevity in the league. And you really see Steph Curry getting frustrated on the bench with like the lack of production, the lack of effort that he, he thinks his teammates are really um, are giving to the game. And I think to some extent, you have to look at Draymond and be like, bro, like, what are you really doing? Yeah. So like, I just looked up his career suspensions and fines. And his, his career suspensions and fines... Are better than his career stats. <laughs> what, do, what do you mean? You yeah, mean take it. Eighteen break. ejections. Wow. Six suspensions. If I find, I'm gonna go for it and find his career um, finds. Apparently, uh, I saw on verse eight they said it was three million, but Ooh. apparently the way it works out is they'll find you higher on that, and then apparently you get taxed on that as well. Mm. So so far, I think it's it's at three million that he's paid in terms of uh, fines. And was it, it, so he got suspended for five games at the, not at the start of the season, but earlier on in the season, three weeks ago, mm. three weeks ago. Like 
And at that point, they gave him time to reflect on what he was doing. Yeah. There's a Jordan Poole incident where he's out here throwing very similar punches. Uh, would you say this is worse than the punch than the punch to Jordan Poole? No. no. When you saw that, you was worried for that boy. Let, let, <laughs> he, 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 that was pure intention. Punched his soul out of Golden State. Like, mm-hmm. He punched his soul out of Golden State. 100%. But Bearing in mind, when he hit Jordan Poole, he also ran to catch him because he realised it was a bit... Yeah. Yeah. He went, he bro, went too far. What you have to What you have to realise with the Jordan Poole punch, yeah? is that it was one step. This one, he's generated a crazy amount of kinetic energy. Fam, his center of gravity. And the pivots. And he stepped back, pause. Yeah. Hey, bro, Joe Crick, no, nah. I personally think this is a worse punch just because, and I think because Paul's connection was cleaner, you know, he might get a, he might get a 10 for that pause for that round. But in, in, in this one still, bro, that's this is a straight knockout. Yeah, yeah, we evaluate, we're, we're evaluating the Draymond punches, not even a single play that he ever makes. Ever makes, yeah. What 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 can I what can I say though? Um, X amount of illegal screen set. <laughs> <laughs> like like what what I'm really talking about, and I can't. I'm not trying to disrespect him to the point where I validate his whole career up to this point. But I think it would be silly to now say. I personally believe Jermon Green is a dirty basketball player. He's been a dirty basketball player for a long time. That's, that's been his. That's been his whole his whole character. But but do you not feel like because people know that he's an intelligent player, they're like, oh, he wouldn't do that. It's just him trying to do something else, and it hasn't worked out for him. I, I think, to be honest, what where where the reason why it's come out in this way is I think as Draymond's getting older mm. and his his play is obviously declining, I think some of these are coming out of frustration. Mm. And I think like yeah. from the Gobert play and from the Nurkic play and just. His general play on the court, you're seeing him become less and less effective on offense, and he was never that good to begin with on offense. Mm. And I'm a lot of the games that I'm watching, especially close ones where, where Golden State are losing, he tends to be a part, uh, either a part or the main cause of the Warriors losing these close games. And I think a lot of it is coming from his general frustration with the, how the games are being played. And I think mm. his general his general mo is to lash out, and I think that is where a lot of this is being generated from. And he's just just a wild character to begin with so this is just more wild behavior from him it's 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 actually one of the strangest things i've ever seen a grown man do though like yeah like it's it's weirder than like when them and i always have to reference this that the malice in the palace because like you could see that those guys were clearly not like stable at where they were in their lives <laughs> at that point and they were like fuck it, i don't care anymore anyone who gets in my way is catching hands but in these like isolated situations nothing really seems that deep prior to it like don't wrong with with the Gobert suspension that he got for putting him in a in a headlock you can kind of understand that a little bit because of the video it looked like clay was essentially getting buddied by mcdaniels that that's very ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) that's very there's no reason to be frustrated at that point yeah Yeah, yeah, no no very 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 ridiculous but at the same time like looking at i imagine if i was on the court it would have looked like one of my teammates is getting dragged halfway down the court so I gotta go break that up. I'm not saying it justified him putting the guy in a headlock. I just understand why he got involved. Yeah. But this one here made no sense. The thing I don't like about this, and there's a lot of things I don't like about it, is it's not like so even for like jar situation or certain situations that have happened over the last few years, even though it's happened, it's happened months apart. We're mm. talking about Draymond Green's been doing this arguably for 10 plus years. Like we're talking about him. Receiving suspensions that cost Golden State a title in what? 20 what? 16. We're in 2024 in a few weeks. Oh, good, this good is reference. crazy. 
and people are understanding this goes on and on and on and the NBA have allowed him. They've said, all right, we'll give you one suspension here, one game suspension here. one." G-. But what you literally had a man in a headlock for <laughs> multiple seconds <laughs> a few weeks ago. Like, multi- and you dragged him and you yeah. got suspended for five games. You've come back and you're doing it again. And I'm looking at it like, is there a level of accountability? And I listened to Steve Kerr post-match. Mm. Where he's, and he said, Draymond has to like fight for the team. It's a good thing that he's defending his teammates. So I also believe Draymond, 100% is at fault. No team or coach or organisation asked their players to do it. But Golden State have to take a bit of this because I don't feel internally they've punished him enough for when he's done this. Like, mm, even yeah. the Jordan Poole thing, they allow Draymond Green to come out and speak to the media about it. Make a whole bloody TNT episode. What the... What? what, what? Like, <laughs> bro. Not that's what that's I like, mean. Don't, don't, They're not holding him to account. So he's not going to be held to account. And it's been allowed. And what's happening right now is, unfortunately, the Warriors are in a, a problematic state because you look at the state of the Western Conference. Every single team, we're talking the 10 teams above them, the 11th seed right now, could all finish where they are. Like, Golden State have to do something within a trade or magical to turn the season around because every team above them is unfortunately better. Like, But back in the day when Draymond or Steph, like, cool, Steph and Clay were injured, but barring when Steph's been back, Golden State have never been a team that you're looking, they won't make the playoffs, let alone the playing. That mm. is very possible. So right now what has happened is, not only is Draymond deterring the team because unfortunately he's one of the better players in the team. You're going to ask me why and how, that's a topic for another story, but he is. He's won multiple titles. He's been involved. He's still a future Hall of Famer. Famer. Mm. You can't disregard Mm. that. But at the minute, they're struggling. And what you're doing, you're not helping them at all. Like, you can see they're losing games and you're being suspended for games that some games could be winnable. Like, I I, I don't sit there and understand what caused you. Like, even in that game, I think Durant wasn't playing, if I'm right. No, he played. Did he play? Yeah, he played. It was Bradley Bill that didn't play. Bradley Bill didn't play. But it's like... You're, you, what, what? KD, no, you're right. KD didn't play. So KD did. KD so it was a KD less sons, mm-hmm. which means it's Booker, Steph, and it's each supporting cast against each supporting mm-hmm. cast because mm-hmm. Bill wasn't there either. I'm, I'm assuming. No, Bill played. Oh, Bill played. He was only just coming back. Yeah. So he's not going to be Bradley same. Bill of that level. So you're talking that it's kind of evens. You, what you've done there is not only have you obviously got two free throws and been ejected for the other team, you've possibly cost them the game because you're one of the better players in the court that can't contribute I, anymore. I, I, yeah. I would argue that he does cost them quite a few games this season as well, not only from the suspension that he first got, the five games, but wh- there's been a lot of close games, especially like, for example, the OKC games. Mm-hmm. Each time that they've lost, he's been the, he's been the main cause of a lot of their, of their mishaps near the end, throwing the ball away, turning yeah. etc. Yeah. I think all of that is bubbling into how he's lashing out in these ways because he's losing games and he's also the reason why they're losing games. And he's normally the guy who shouts at the person who's mm, losing. Mm, mm, mm. And he's yeah. going to shout at himself. He just shouts at the refs yeah. and then takes out on everyone else. Is as well, yeah. Like what he said as well, the Warriors have allowed Draymond Green to become this person. Like 100%. Yes, fight the team. And because they've enabled this behaviour and is now going to an uncontrollable point, you can't be mad with what you've created. Because let's go, let's let's do it here. Draymond Green is an XL bully. <laughs> <laughs> He's out of pocket. 
<laughs> That's what it is. He's out of pocket. There's no control. Like, there's no. You can't weather the storm. He's just when he sees a target, he goes for it. That's it. You don't care. He's an exo bully, bro. You don't care. He's banned in the UK. And it's like it makes no sense. So if you're gonna make this guy into what you have, you also need to know. Listen, there's certain points where you can hear at this, where you can't. Mm. When it's to do with another teammate, get involved. Yes, just you're defending your teammate. That's fine. But when it comes to the school, like, even if you're trying to sell the cool, there's no way you contour your body like that to now because he was, like, it made no sense. Nah, his defense was, was, was not. Yeah. yeah. And just, the yeah, there's a lot of frustration. Like, the team's not doing well, especially the defense. The defensive end, oh, my days, is yeah. it's terrible. So it's like, okay, right now it's looking like him and Steph are the only people who are switching on on defense, which is crazy to say that because mm. Steph, who's not really known as a defender, but he's still calling different things that he's happened, like even just simple help. And obviously you can see the clips that are out there. And it's like, even though he's not a great defender, but he knows how the defense is supposed to play because the defense they've played in the past, which has been successful for them, he knows the system. He knows how it works. So like two, two things. Um, Statistically, the team would I say the team the starters were really us for the Warriors. Mm. Dre had two points, two rebounds, two assists in 17 minutes. Wiggins had three points, they con- yeah. combined for 11 <laughs> points or something. Wiggins had three points, uh, one assist, four rebounds. Looney didn't score or take a shot. Mm. Steph had 24 points, but it was very inefficient. I think he shot eight of 24. Clay Austin. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he shot two of ten, seven points, one of eight from three, Damn. five rebounds. Like they're massively struggling. And I'll be honest, this really could have been a blowout if if Chris Paul didn't have fifteen points, eleven assists. Uh, Brandon, uh, their rookie, I can't pronounce his last name, Pod Podjemski or something yeah, like that. Brandon Pod. Okay, yeah, him. He had he had uh, 20, and 11, 20, 11 and five. Kaminga had 16 and 6. Moody had 12 and 4. Like, the bench played the majority of the minutes, though. Like, Chris Paul played 30. Um, Brandon played 29. Kaminga, 28. Moody, 24. Saric, 20. Literally, the bench by far outscored the starters. Like, mm. by far. This is the issue. Like, they've been saying... They've been having issues with Wiggins. They're saying about his conditioning and locked in. Obviously, I don't know what personally happened last year. But that's hundred percent threw him off. Wait, wait. Qu- question: Because this, I only, I say, I only just deep. So I really did though. Why is it, yeah, that this is the only team when the players are playing this badly over an extended period of time, no one looks at the head coach? Like, what? It, someone explain that to me <laughs> because no, I haven't heard anyone talking about they should be a, about about about, about uh, Steve Kerr and his role as a head I've coach to get this team to play better. Because when the Lakers were bombing around, Darvin Ham or Darwin, as you were calling him for mm-hmm. X amount of the games last season, was, was getting called out of his name. Um, there's loads of head coaches in this league that, that everyone's very, very critical of. Guys like um, well, Doc Rivers, sorry. How could I forget? Doc the Flop. But he's he's adopted that name, not because he has a bad regular season record, but he's bad when it comes to the playoffs. And obviously Steve Kerr has has a relative track history of performing in those situations in which they've the Warriors have won their four championship rings. Answered your own question. That's why. That's why. Yeah. No, but, like, but the thing is, the issue that's happening now is early in the season. It's not late in the season. What did they do last year? They got the fifth. They lost to the Lakers. They got the fifth seed last year, right? Mm. 
Fifth or fourth? Was it? No, no, they got the fifth. One. No. Because it was in second round. Yeah, they were second they round. Yeah, they, 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 they were the sixth the seed and they beat the Kings. Kings, yeah. Okay. Sixth Kings, yeah. So last year was like, it was a hit and miss because late like Lakers were playing very well. They put a run together. Like everyone really, I'm not sure if there was favorite, if the Lakers were favored, but it was like, you can see, okay, is going to be more favorable for the I just think he's getting absolved of a lot of blame though, man. Yeah, he 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 always does. He He always always is. And I think that's the, that's the perks of having a generational player like Steph on your team. 100%. It it will cover up for a lot of the issues. 100%. I think it's, it's hard like for them, not me, they're terrible. I think it's people find it hard to criticize Kerr because of the longevity, how successful he has been at this franchise. And it is recent. Like the wins that he's had, he won I a would, title. I would love to bash Kerr personally, mm. but I, I just I don't think that it's something that you can necessarily do yeah. because of like, you know the recent success yeah. and even getting out of the first round against a, a very, very good uh, Sacramento Kings team. It's hard to you know put that on them, especially e- even through all the turmoil that they had. They had Wiggins issues last year. And then the, the the pool issues happening as well, mm. and like Paul had the inconsistency, and they were still able to get through these rounds and stuff. So putting that into this season, I think you also got to take into account that they're losing a lot of close games. A lot of the games they are losing are close, and you you know you have people normally put that on Curry saying you know, yep. he's missing clutch shots and stuff like that. So there's and also Clay's decline. It's hard to necessarily look at Kerr in these in these situations, but I don't think he should be completely um, absorbed of everything. At all, and I, and I think, I think there's there's this whole Warriors situation from Draymond, and 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 that's why I do have to like hold him accountable though because whether whether you're gonna blame him or not for them not performing, um, in this in how many games it's been now like twenty five games in the season that's that's one or another thing, but you cannot say that he he doesn't have any say or any control over the situation with Draymond because mm-hmm. yes Draymond is the leader on that team. But your leader, the leader on your team, should still respect your head coach, mm. and that's the way it should always go. Otherwise, I just don't think the team dynamic dynamic is really gonna work or last for 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 very long. And they've been together for a really long time, so I imagine they have a good enough relationship where Steve Kerr should be able to say to him, "What the hell's going on?" Like, maybe maybe they've had such a good relationship because he doesn't. Maybe mm. that's part of the reason of why. That's a good point. That's a good point to run the way that they do because mm. he won't necessarily call Draymond out enough to to rein him in, and they need him to be that bull in the china shop type type behavior. I just, I just think I think everyone's figured out the Warriors now in terms of I say the Warriors. Everyone's figured out that if you can make sure that you keep him, and I say it like people have have stopped him. No one shut him down. But in terms of if you can slow down Steph Curry enough, especially this season, because like you said, Clay is not performing. Wiggins isn't performing either. Like, you're not getting much from Draymond on the offensive end. Same with Looney as well. You're going to have a good chance of beating this team. And I think that's why I kind of look at Steve Kerr and say, to some extent, like, something new has to come from this situation. And definitely, like, Wiggins shouldn't start anymore. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, I I don't think that's that's a bad thing. That's definitely part of the the Kerr argument, I think, Mm. against him, is that he's always been against necessarily playing a lot of these young guys. Like, now that they need people like Moses Moody, up, 100%. They haven't been necessarily getting the reps in to be able to do so. And I think mm. I saw something interesting last game. Like obviously nine seconds to go, they were down three mm. uh, against the Suns. Um, and Clay and Wiggins were on the bench, and obviously they missed the three. So you, these trying things, but I think 
how can he try this without it getting backlash? If what backlash? What backlash? Yeah. Be, be honest, yeah. What What's the worst that could possibly happen with him benching Clay Thompson right now? Mm. Like, is it ego thing? That's 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 what I mean. I think it's it's a lot of that. I think Clay, Clay's already slightly getting embarrassed by the fact that the contract he wanted, they're not going to give to him. And I think it's it's well known. And I think it's the the penny's starting to drop for him that he's realizing. But I think he's frustrated with it. You can see yeah. hundred percent bubbling up in. Like he's just not yeah. that good in it. Yeah. But every trash game he has, the value goes yeah. get, gets lower and lower and lower. Exactly. So he's he's doing himself. As soon as as soon as Clay accepts a bench role, he yeah. won't. He will not get the contract that he wants. So he needs yeah, to. Yeah, he needs to keep the ball rolling. Do you know what? Yeah, I felt bad for him. I remember when. He didn't get an all NBA nod, which meant that his contract was like thirty mil less because Kemba Walker got all NBA third team instead of him in the guard position. Yeah, hundred percent. Kemba was hundred percent, but again, that contract did not like work <laughs> out very well, well for anyone. No, anyway. but 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 like, if we're being honest, like, yes, Clay was injured for two years, but his contract hasn't necessarily panned out amazingly. Um, I just like if you've had mad career earnings like guys like him, because yes, he missed out on thirty mil total. I think it would have allowed him to get two hundred five instead of. Maybe not even that. I think it was. I think he got one ninety instead of like two ten or two twenty or something like that. But big man, you still had a one ninety mil contract in it. Just take the 10, 10, 10 mil a year for four years as your final contract. Bow up, bow up politely, bow up respectfully. Get the Ray Allen treatment. Go to a team and win another ring without Steph. You know, solidify your career. Like, I, like you're you're already probably gonna make the the Hall of Fame anyway, just for being one of the best 100%. three point shooters, like top three, top four sh- three point shooters of all time. I don't think that's a question. You you've won four rings. Um, at one point you were an elite, an, uh, an elite two-way player in the league. Like I think you've you've done everything you need to do. Yeah, I just think Literally. just just at this point it really is just about saving face in it. Like don't be don't go out like Melo, where you want to maintain that position of of being one of the be- better players on the in the team. Not even on the team, but just in terms of you want that big contract to to um, really come across that you're like one of the alphas on the team. No one cares about that shit anymore. Just. I don't think he does, bro. Think, think about it. the amount of videos I've seen of him like paddle, paddling his boat to the to the arena and stuff. He don't strike me as the kind of guy who cares that much about stuff like that. So I'm mm. kind of shocked. Maybe it's about the principle of the things that because I've been with you for this long, I've been loath. I could have gone anywhere else and got a bigger contract. Probably not true as well. But like, and I chose to stay here and and, and you know be on this team. Uh, I feel like you should reward me. But people need to understand. I say people. Clay needs to understand that. You showing loyalty to the Warriors is not the same as Steph showing loyalty to the Warriors. Two very different situations. I've got two questions for you. So one on as a group about the Warriors, then mm. I'm going to chime back to Draymond mm. quickly in it. As a group, Warriors look like they need to make a trade. Who gets traded from the Warriors right now in order to get a Levine or DeRozan or, or what also player is out there? But do you reckon it's just Wiggins? I think I think he's the only one that makes sense. No one's going to take Clay's contract because he's on 40, 43 mil a year and his last year of his deal. No one's going to take that because it's an expiring deal. You're not going to get value back for it. Mm-hmm. One one place I would potentially I could see it happening for another one year contract is Siakam in in Toronto. I think that would change the dynamic for Golden State a lot a lot in terms of they now get a interior scorer and a mid range kind of guy as well who, if they really wanted to do this small ball lineup that they've been loving for X amount of years, mm. Siakam could be your small ball five, and he's still pretty tall out there as well. But I think, really, like, 
the the balls of the team that you're gonna make that trade with to to get to get either Levine or DeRozan, and it's gonna have to be Wiggins because he's the only one whose contract has, I'm not gonna say mad value, but like he's still got years on it, and he's still under thirty as well. I can't see who else to be able yeah, to trade. He's got some mm. value to him, but mm. I, I, to be honest, I don't think they can really make make any trades at the moment. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where if they do, it will just completely shift the the harmony of the team, even though it's not perfect at the moment. If you bring in someone like Siakam, it's gonna 100% rock the boat with someone like Draymond. They're they're playing in the same position, and I think making a trade for someone uh, like a like a Pascal Siakam basically signals to the original core, the the Draymonds, the Clays, that you know this era is over. You're yeah. gonna be 100% transitioning away from that. I think a trade for someone like even if they traded like Wiggins for Siakam for for argument's sake. That says we're moving in a new direction. You are not being signed again, like we, mm. unless you're going to take a massive pay cut. And like it, the Warriors will be moving in a new direction. And I think if they do that, it shows that they're going to be completely scaling down. They're going to be moving away from that core. And I don't think mm. that. I think it. This may be one of the last teams that are willing to just sort of grandfather in these contracts and go. You know what? You know, pull a bit of a Kobe at the Lakers and just say. Mm. We're willing to just be crap for you guys to play out your career. We'll rebuild when you're done. Mm. I don't know if they're going to do anything but that, to be honest, because they kind of have to be loyal to the dynasty. I don't think that they would um, do anything else. Uh, I know we've got to move on, but quickly, uh, based on what you said, I, I, I agree with what you said. However, I feel like Steph is still too good for that to happen. That's the yeah, only. I think if Steph yeah. was if if, if they started seeing Steph declining, the, they'll they'll be the fine with just rats saying, okay, cool, we're gonna ride out the rest of these contracts. Yeah, you guys are gonna retire to uh, maybe not retire to us. I don't think they all have the same timeline. But that will be like when Steph's done. That's when that's when this this ship is done. Yeah. But because he's still good and productive, like he's top five player in the league. And I I, I I honestly just don't see him leaving as well. Like the, what reasons he have? Like he's 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 had a, uh, he's built a family there. Um, I imagine he's got hella property. Most of his business is there. Like Silicon Valley is 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 there as well. Like it, it makes zero sense. I imagine he's a major investor in that area as well. Um, so I don't really see why he'd leave. Um, plus, he's still good. He's still very good. So I re- I reckon they're still in a position where they're like, if we can maybe let Clay walk and somehow get get rid of Draymond after all of this, then maybe they're in a position to be able to get at least one player who could. Because I don't think teams need to have, like, a big three anymore. No, no, no. It, most of the time when teams have big threes, it doesn't really look like it works. It's two and a half. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you just need one guy who's willing to to defer, not so much defer, but take a lesser role. You need you need an elite superstar, one guy who's, who's prepared to take a, le- a a much lesser role, like average around 15 and get some rebounds or get some assists, and then one other guy who's just a scorer. And I think it will work. I have a question I want to pose before we move on. Um, so obviously Jay Williams on ESPN was mm. saying Draymond should be getting 15 to 20 games suspended suspension. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you guys each we'll go very quickly fire how many games and why quickly not even why how many games should Draymond Green get suspended for start of you can we go right to left 25 25 yeah 25 you're not okay. ask, you have to ask right now why is it excessive I have to ask just so the people Pres- don't. precedent it, it, I feel like to to some extent, Draymond has been given beyond too many chances in this situation. The consistent ejections and the consistent suspensions for things that have nothing to do with basketball. He bear in mind he punched Jordan Poole. He stomped mm. on um Sabonis. Sabonis. Sabonis's ribs. Yeah. Then he put Rudy Gobert in a headlock, yeah. And now you're telling me he's punched uh Yusuf Nurkic as well. And and the most the longest suspension he had in all of that was five games. Mm. That the league that the league implemented Sabonis was five. 
So that oh. means that means I'm gonna st- step on your ribs. Obviously, I'm not saying it's, it's, it gives him the you know this pathway to do that, bro. Just bear in mind, Draymond's like what six six two forty. That's that's you could you could legit break someone's ribs doing that, innit? Yeah. I'm being very dramatic, but I'm just saying that's why twenty five games. Right, uh, I would say ten games, and I think I think anything else than anything more than that, you're putting the whole Warriors um, uh, Heat season at risk. To be honest, mm. and I think for that reason, for competitiveness. They can't really go more than ten, but they need to be at least more than five, because the president was set with five, not not with anything else. for a headlock. Yeah, mm. I thought that should have been. 10 I can't too. believe I we're talking that was, about I this. That should have been ten. Yeah. But now that the bar's been set at five, they need to go above. Yeah, and I yeah. think they, I think they've done the right thing. Yeah, I'll, literally, I was gonna say ten as well, man. Like, anything more than that, I mean, if you really want to prove a point, cool, go eleven or twelve. But I think for ten to twelve games. Yeah, I'm not gonna say. I think. 20 plus is just way too much. I'm just like, nah, man. Like, he held a door. Bro, he got swing. People get swung every day. <laughs> bro, the NBA's the NBA. Let me, qu- NBA. Quick, 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 quickly. The jar didn't break a law by brandishing the gun, right? He didn't break a law. He just made the league look bad. But, but Draymond literally just assaulted someone. <laughs> no, he, no, bro. He, bro, he physicality, man. Bro, that is assault. That is assault. What jar did was off the court, yeah? And it wasn't illegal. What Draymond did was illegal, but it was on the court. And you're telling me that Draymond's suspension shouldn't equal at least what Jar did. I'm not gonna say that wasn't assault, but that's assault, nah, bro. Te- technically, nah. by the letters of the law, innit? it. Well, it wasn't. It's, and it's this ain't his. This ain't. This isn't even. This isn't even the first assault. This season, bro. This basically in a four week span. This isn't the first. Come on, man. Come on. It's why. It's why I think we have to go above ten. Like for me. To, to me, it has to be around nah, that bro. 15 at minimum mark for me. I, I want think... him an Alcatraz, bro. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Send that wow. boy to Guantanamo. Guantanamo. Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, like, just, just quickly finishing up, I think it has to be um, like a 15 plus suspension because if you're looking at it and it's the repeated accounts and you're, you're looking at other suspensions that players have had and what's yeah. going on. Like, you have young players coming into the league. You have to make it clear, look, you can't swing on nobody. Because he, you're go, you're gonna get some time out of this. What you don't want is a reoccurring thing where I only miss five games if I swing on somebody because Draymond did. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you need to set it from now so it's a thing that doesn't happen again. And yeah, I, I think agree. fifteen games for me. That's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll see what is um, gonna happen with Draymond in the coming few days or so. Um, even though he did punch you, uh, punch uh, Nurkic, that was the wrong target. The real person you should punch is in all these NBA officials <laughs> because they need to get swung. Yo. There's, I don't know if putting that striped shirt is given, making them lose their head, but it's like they're demanding too much respect and power. It makes no sense. You can't do anything now without getting a tech. Like you can't even talk to them. If you think about it, like when it comes to football now, if now people are arguing with us, they're really allowed to have some sort of dialogue and you know go back. It's cool. As soon as you breathe on them, tech. As soon as you, like, everything is a foul. Everyone's getting like ejected from the game. Everyone's getting technical fouls. It's just causing a lot of issues. And Adam Silver really needs to do something. But what do you guys think about how the NBA officiating has been? Because I think it's epidemic. Personally, guys, for me. Find the way they live and do what you gotta do. To be honest, I think it's definitely getting out of hand with how they've been um, 
as, especially when it comes to the conversations. I mean, yeah. you've, there's been a couple the past week with um, what's, uh, Nikola Jokic, Jokic the, the Trey Tray Young one as well. Yeah. I think where just having a, a a mild conversation with with the referees, getting getting players thrown out, star players as well, people, and and this is going to end up ruining the NBA product if it continues in this way because people are going to see star players. You're not going to see bench players yeah. uh, when you go to watch uh, an NBA game, and I think they're at risk of actually hurting themselves by by allowing this to continue. And I think with that, there's probably, I assume you'd like to think there's some sort of in-house conversations being had with the way that the amount of media coverage that this is now getting, I think that's where I would hope to see it's going. But yeah, it's, uh, I think it's personally just ridiculous at the moment. So so I'm reading this now and it's saying that the there was an interview with like one of the referees, I believe. I think it was the referee anyway. That's all they want, no, I, I, I think I think you're right. So it was the chief the chief crew um spoke with someone at NBC and the guy asked the reporter asked, What did Nikola Nikola Jokic do or say to warrant the first technical foul? The guy said to be clear, Jokic was ejected after one technical foul because he directed profane language at the official that by our sta- standards warranted an ejection. So because it's subjective, yeah, it kind of gives the officials like creative license to say if that offends me i can eject you if i want to that's the problem but i think the scott foster situation <laughs> alone should be yeah. should be enough of an indication that referees really just take it upon themselves to to do do and act however they feel in the game regardless of precedent or what what the letter of the law says because if we're being honest yes i think nba players probably shouldn't swear at referees because they're human beings and what the same way that NBA players don't like when fans are t- talking mad stuff to them, saying the craziest stuff. NBA players shouldn't be saying that to, to referees. However, in a lot of cases that I've seen recently anyway, of players getting technical fouls, they're just having conversations with the referees and the yeah. rest are being sassy and saying, nope, I don't want to talk to you. Stop coming up to me. Stop talking to me. Da, da, da. Quinn Schneider in the instance where Trey Young got a tech also got a tech yeah. and Quinn Schneider got a technical for saying, what did he do? I think there has to be some level of accountability and if a if a if a head coach if a player gets a technical foul, the referee has to has to have a valid reason for for providing that. And I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know what process uh, that will be implemented from because I don't I, I I think people are already a bit upset with how long it takes in terms of challenging, in terms of like the start and stop of the game. They don't want too 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 too. It's like VAR. People are complaining it takes too long to do. Same thing with a challenge in NBA. However. If we're talking about the prevention of a player getting ejected for swearing at a referee or for a, for a player having a conversation with a ref and saying, I don't understand what I did. Can you please explain to me? And the ref's like, no, go away. I think you should always have to have, like, we're not we're not children talking to our parents where your parents just say, because I said so. It doesn't work like that in this. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Like, like you sh- they should always have to provide uh, valid reasoning behind the decisions, decisions they made because those decisions then impact the rest of the game. And I, I, that, that's the problem I have at the minute. It's like one ref will say something, and the other ref would like. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's too. It's just opinionate, opinionated at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is that the word? But no, to try English. <laughs> oh, and the lavish. Um, but to go on to what you're saying, Cam, I've got a few things to say about this. So, literally, you're talking about Jokic yeah. and ejected. Um, if this was against Chicago, if I'm right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I was just reading that. Chicago is actually the biggest, um, the second largest Serbian population in the world outside of Belgrade. 
So this is where <laughs> most Serbians there. would this watch. Yes. Out there. Out yeah, yeah, they would yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they'll come to the game the to watch Jokic. Yeah. He, like this is hit. So you're not understanding. You rejected someone based off a potential swear word. Yeah. In a place where a lot of people have probably come down to watch the best player for that it, it, it is their country's probably ever had. Mm. And you've ejected him based off that. So you've ruined everyone. Everyone that came their night based off you and in that moment your pride and your ego as a referee. Like I'll just be honest, I'm looking at a lot of the stats of the ejection this season. It's twenty two ejections so far this season. There were 75 last year, including the playoffs. Yeah. Some except uh, some of the ejections are deserved. We're not so, going to hide like... Say, say that again, sir. 22 ejections this far. So far this season, yeah. And we haven't played 25 games. Boy. 22. And you said last no. year it was 75. Last year was 75, including the playoffs. Wow. Okay. And so it, uh, as I'll name you some of the guys that have been ejected. Obviously, Draymond Green, we just spoke about. <laughs> <laughs> well deserved. No one here's going to sit and say that. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, a ref's yeah. fault. He did that shit. He did he, that he shit. He did that. <laughs> <laughs> but he's guilty. Um, Isaiah Stewart, I imagine. But you got Jokic <laughs> twice now. Okay. Yanis. Yeah. JJJ. This is this season. Okay. Right yeah. now. JJJ, Chris Paul, DeRozan, Tatum. Brown, Murray, Trey Young. Jesus Christ. These are all players that are all stars. That like everyone I've read out That's, to you yes, yes, are yes, all yes, stars. Yes, yes, yes. Some are superstars and some have won MVPs. Like you're not understanding what the level of caliber of player you are throwing out. And a lot of these ejections I've seen them are are, are things that are clearly opinionated. Like even mm. yet the yesterday we played the um the Lakers played, we played the Spurs. Mavs. So two days ago now. Yeah. So on our, our first of our back-to-back, we played the Mavs. Tim Hardaway Jr. did a runway dunk, hanged for less I don't, I don't than... I wouldn't even say that's a hang, to be honest. That was hardly... Sure that was safety. Safety. Was you sure can he see he's looking around. Yeah, There's no one. I'll drop. Yeah, he it, sure he and he runs back. We've called a timeout because clearly it's like we're, we're focusing on the game. Yeah. Not a single Laker player or any official on our side even tried to say, like, looked... To try and make yeah, that was yeah, a technical yeah. gesture. Like nobody, everyone was like, "Oh, they got the duck. Like, let's go back and yeah, get yeah. back to drawing ball." The refs out of nowhere, tech, bro. Like, bro. Do, you want, do you want players to fall down and break their but, head, and then you're happy? I don't understand what yeah. is going on right now because we've had this discussion a couple times this season, mm. but it's becoming sillier and sillier. And we spoke about previously in our segment about Steve Kerr potentially not giving the worry I and mean, Draymond. Uh, holding him accountable it's exact same thing that's happening with the league and these referees referees will make poor decisions each and every game and guess what they're back the next night you're not seeing nothing nothing bunch of XO bullies man and you spoke about that and it's true because to me it's like you, if you have an agenda like you clearly saw with Scott Foster Mm. and Chris Paul he walked into that game with an agenda knowing that he was ready that like he was ready. Yeah, as soon as Chris Paul says anything to him, it's going to be out. It's going to be out. He's, he's gonna, he's gonna, and, and, and you can't live a world whereby you're trying to do your job. You know there's a bit of hostility between you and a referee. But unfortunately, people come out to watch players like Chris Paul. He's one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game. He's a Hall of Famer. You're ejecting so many world-class quality players. The best of the best is what the NBA is about. For what? Okay. Uh, I, just, like, I, I agree with what you're saying. I just want to make sure we're being careful in terms of you're not saying 
because they're this good, they don't deserve to be ejected. Absolutely it's just not. what they're doing does not warrant the ejection. And the fact that they're you're you're ejecting great players or players that people have re- literally left their house for, people who have spent their hard-earned money to go and see, um, they're getting ejected for pointless reasons. That makes it much more. That's what that's what you're saying. Yeah, and that, that's just, literally okay. what what this whole segment is about. Like, you have to make it very clear that. Some it doesn't mean that the players are always right. You say people above the law. No, no, no. Yeah. And the refs are correct on a lot of decisions. But what we're trying to, some of the decisions, <laughs> I'll say, that, but some of the decisions, but a lot of what they are ejecting people for is just personal. And to me, that's whereby the level of unbiased, like we always, we always know, like referees are meant to be in, remain impartial. Mm. Like you can't support a certain team. We spoke about it the other time. Like you know, you can't. It has to be a level of like. You are Which you is, as a ref. When you think about it, it's literally, I think that's literally impossible. I, I find it incredibly hard to believe, yeah, that you're an NBA referee and you don't support a single team. And if you do support a single team, you're going to be one. Like, yes, you have to declare it or anything like that, but you can have agendas against players that used to play for your team, that used to kill your team. Mm. Can, you, can you imagine, yeah? So, for instance, like, if, if let's say, um, I'm trying to figure out a player who killed a team. Let's say Trey Young, for instance, yeah? Let's say a ref is a, is a Knicks fan, right? And then Trey Young is not playing the Knicks, but the ref is on the ref who sports Knicks name is on that on the, on that on that game, yeah. yeah. That Trey's playing against any. Let's say Trey's Trey's playing against San Antonio, for yeah, instance. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. telling me that ref is going to be completely un, unbiased and, and impartial to the fact that he doesn't yeah. like Trey Young yeah. when the whole of New York was saying fuck Trey Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when Trey when Trey was was doing the yeah, the yeah, chili yeah. Ce- celebration <laughs> when he was when he crushed their playoff dreams, you can't. The, this is the point I'm trying to make. Like, it doesn't sound like it makes a lot of sense. I think, yeah, with the way AI is going as well, rest are going to become very, very, like... No, no, 100%. Because you can't tell me, yeah, that they have better vision or they're going to be able to see the game in a different way to the way a robot would be able to see the game. If you program the robot, yeah, to say this is a foul, that is not a foul, how long is it going to take? Well, maybe 2,100, but... You I, think we're that far away? We're already using VAR, though, isn't it? Like, I'm just saying, like, there's going to be human elements of decision-making involved. I human yeah. making it. But outside of that, I yeah. think it's just... Touching on what you were saying in terms of the bias, I think... The NBA needs to be doing a better job of making sure that, that the yeah the play making sure that referees that may have had inherent biases on one way or the other need mm. to be um, keep, keep away from those games. Like there should never ever be another instance where Scott Foster is refereeing a game that Chris Paul is playing. Like this is yeah. something that has been well documented and it's been they've even had conversations directly with one another. They they it's well known and the fact that we can have you know Chris Paul's in how many years has he been playing. 16? He got drafted in 05 or 06? 05 or 06. Yeah. So 16, uh, 17, 17. 17 he got drafted in yeah. 06. And, there should, and in 2023, there should be no way that Scott Foster is anywhere near a Chris Paul game. <laughs> yeah. Knowing that, this, knowing the history. But it, that's something that I think... That and there's enough refs really as well. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's not that there's, like, there's 10 refs. They, exactly. around, they travel there's just enough as much referees. as players. Like, yeah. there, there needs to be a little bit of a... Sensible approach yeah. to this, and, and yeah, the missed calls as well. The two minute incident reports, yeah. yeah, we missed this. It gets on my nerves. I, I hate those things because, like, you missed it, you know, make the change. On top of mm. that, I think as well, when refs make poor decisions, make these mistakes, or if they can't certify and give a good reason on why the player is being injected, like, mm-hmm. if they've been injected, the player should be able to ask why. The coach should also be able to understand why as well, because obviously the coach has to make adjustments. If there's no clear explanation, they should be able to file a report to the NBA. It has to go through that way. And if they are found guilty, then also I'm telling you now, if we 
Like if the NBA start finding refs for making these mistakes and doing crazy, no, I'm not no, saying no. no wait, no, wait, no. wait, 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 wait a minute. No, but I'm saying I'm like if it's outrageous. I'm not saying for them to get fined the same as NBA players. But I'm saying okay, cool. I'm gonna take extra a hundred at your wage wow. because you're moving mad. How much do these guys make? I don't know how much they make. They probably make a lot. Don't be wrong. It's, it's a lot. I reckon they're on six figures, but like a hundred. <laughs> uh, yeah. To, to be honest, like as that soon as you hundred dollars or hundred grand or hundred dollars, hundred dollars, or or obviously, or if they, let's say I don't know, maybe if they uh, is it mad if I say so, no? But even listen, buddy, man, let's go in, suspend them, suspend them. <laughs> okay, okay, like, okay, miss a game. All right, cool. Maybe, you, you're maybe getting carried away. Situations yeah, no, I'm saying for the out for the outrageous ones. Outrageous ones. They need they need and to be having. They need also, to be the to the account. guy who was um uh, always referencing Celtics games. What's his name again? Eric. Is Eric? Was it Eric? The beanhead one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, come on, like, come on. What's yeah. going on here? Maybe he made that. Bien, is it the enemy? No, that's a no, that's, no, a, that's a head coach. coach. I know you're talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, man. Wait, wait, Rodney. The thing is, I don't agree with what you're saying because. I do and I don't agree. I don't agree with the finding thing. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Or the suspensions. I think one way that I think would actually work if you do it, if there's a point point system for referees, right? Mm -hmm. And I think everyone starts on, let's say, 100, yeah? And as throughout the season, for every missed call you make, you get a minus one or something like that. And the, by the end of the season, yeah, the referees that don't have a, a, a certain baseline of a, of a points total cannot then ref in the playoffs and this will affect the games that you get next year as well. Mm. I think that's the only way it makes sense because... So they need to be, they need to be evaluating them to... 100, them 100%. Kind of like, at the end of the day, yeah, if I'm shitting my job, my employer's going to tell me I'm shitting my job, innit? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I it should that. it should work that way near enough every, every stream of employment, including referees. I understand, you know, they get a lot of flack from the fans, a lot of flack from the teams and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, no one's got a gun to them, their head saying, you need to officiate this NBA game today. Like, big man, you chose to make this decision. It, you're now responsible for making the right decisions throughout the game. And no one's going to care if you make 99 great calls if you miss one massive one at the end. Mm -hmm. And that's very, it's, it's a very unrewarding job. But again, no one forced you to do it. It's a thankless job. And I think the the... The main issue is if, as soon as we know a referee's name, we've already know they've already been doing too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole point that's very referee, true. You know, yeah, that's true. It's very they, true. They're supposed to be in the background, making sure that the game is played. I should not know who Scott Foster is. Yeah. Right? Shout you out to Tony Brothers. You should, <laughs> yeah. you should not know <laughs> a single referee's name. It's true though. And the fact that we're the, the fact that we're even having this conversation shows that they need to make a change. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. So hopefully Adam Silver can do something about this officiating problem. See, so recently, um, unfortunately, saying miserably, <laughs> so yeah, a team called the Los Angeles Lakers, um, <laughs> the champs, won the in season tournament. I didn't just say the champs, <laughs> the cup champs. Baby. Now, there's hey, a no, no. <laughs> the thing is, they, they were spraying champagne bottles, deserve it as they should. Yeah. Nah, I don't, I don't think they should. Let's, no. let's, let's enjoy it. Let's no, no, enjoy they, they should. Right. Minnesota was celebrating harder than them when they won that play. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Nah, what? I, I, I'm not mad at the Lakers for for enjoying that, man. I us enjoy. Everyone else who who won it, would, like if if, you, if Indiana won that, they would have been going crazy, crazy. over there. Yeah, they yeah. Been running through the cornfields, going yeah, crazy, yeah. man. Going <laughs> 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 crazy. Um, but yeah, the Lakers won the in season tournament. Oh, and they didn't hear you. Can you say it one more time? The Lakers yeah. won the in-season tournament. Love it. 
uh, Anthony Davis put on a show um, and there's, well, reports saying that you guys are planning to hang uh, that banner. Should. Um, are you actually? Yeah, yeah, that's that's no. ter- that's Co- terrible. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe even said like, "There's a video yeah, of Kobe d- saying yeah. we don't we don't hang." Did it? And obviously, it's a championship exist. banner. It's it's not. I'm not hating. I'm not hating, bro. Because I wish the Clippers won that. I'm not hating. I wish the Clippers won that in it. But at the end of the day, I just feel like for the reputation you've had. So question, question, question. When you rank like this NBA Cup, is it better, worse, or the same as winning the Western Conference? I would say it's adjacent. It's hard. It's, you're not. You can't really. It's not. You're comparing apples and all yeah, that. Yeah, of course, of course. I, don't, I, don't I think. But if 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 I had a if I had if I had a gun to your head and you had to make a decision, yeah, is it is it a bigger accomplishment to make the make the NBA Finals or to win the NBA Cup? NBA. What would you prefer? Actually, let me just ask you a question. Which a- one? NBA Finals, obviously. Right. As, and as you a, guys do not ha- hang Western Conference championship no, but then banners. This, this is a cup. You've won it. It's a trophy you have won. You won the Western Conference. No, no, no. But you, you, get, a, you get a trophy for that. And yeah, they're not no, hanging no, no, those no, 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 no. You don't hang it. You don't understand. No, they, they, they are in the arena though. They're not hanging. Co- Kobe told me. Kobe told me personally. <laughs> that but, he you not No, but I'll be honest. Look, we won. We played like we seven and zero in the tournament. Very, very impressive. Uh, inaugural tournament. Like we, we did what we had to, and I think looking at the whole thing of it, like LeBron and AD showed that. When the games matter, they can do it again. Like, and I, I feel like we saw it during the Golden State series, but I feel it was a bit lost because of how good the Nuggets were in our series. Mm. And also, LeBron wasn't healthy in it. The, the greatness of Jokic, like Jokic, Murray, Sorry. mainly what Jokic was doing, but also, like people that question LeBron, look at the guy now, and you can't tell me there's a difference in what he was playing in the playoffs and now. The guy's fit and healthy and is moving mad. Yeah, and it's 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 a different it's a different ball game because it's a it's a tournament style. Yeah, one, one game. game. Yeah, and yeah. I think they, the Lakers showed that they've still got it in a one game situation. And, 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 and I, that's where I'm most proud of them because it's like, like for us, re, like especially AD and LeBron, they've won a championship together. They've cut. They've got obviously it's the Western Conference Finals last year. That th- that. That impetus to win this doesn't isn't as high as someone like an Indiana or some other teams that haven't won anything uh, together as a as a group or a duo, you know. So I give good full credit to both of them, and we delivered, and that's the main thing that we've won it. Nobody will ever be the first to win it. To to me, it allows us t- to have something else for the the roster. And it gives, for example, we all know that everyone gets five hundred k. There's some guys oh, that would never have seen tax. it. It's, it's, it's like no, but some some guy like yeah. I was reading some of our like rookies or some of our, our two way players that they've never seen that money in their life. They they don't it's know true. we're never it's gonna true. get it. And LeBron didn't play hard or AD didn't play hard pause for them for themselves. They've got that money. They're playing. Mm. They're, they're balling out. Of course, it's extra money. It's Le- LeBron definitely said he wanted that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he does, isn't it? Extra I, money. I, I, I think I saw, I think I saw <laughs> quotes of people of some of the rookies saying, "Oh, LeBron was like, I'm I'm gonna get this one." For you and, and that's yeah. the, like, he's a big man. I respect that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like five hundred k, five hundred k. Will help you guys out. This it's, it's for, for some of the players. Like some of the people when they're on these two ways and stuff, they may not actually touch the NBA courts again after Literally. after this this season or the next. And that money can be life changing for the, some of these. Players. And it is life changing. And you're looking at it. It's like the, going to win that, and we beat some good teams on the way. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna sit here and lie, and I think beating the Phoenix Suns, Indiana would. The hottest team in the tournament outside. I have of to us. give you credit for that. Yeah. I have to give you credit they for that. They, they, they were very good. Very, very mm. good. They, they locked um, Halliburton up very well. Yeah, I think we negated him a lot more in terms of like how. Vandal like, was just, on him, right? 
We had a lot of players on him. It was mainly Cam Reddish, actually. Yeah, Reddish. No, he's 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 redemption arc is serious. He was marking him, picking him up full court, and it really bothered Halliburton, who's normally just trying to sprint down the court in three seconds. Yeah, and then make them passing lanes very quickly. They were locking him up very well. Mm. Yeah, so I'm proud of them. I think it's nice to win something again. I mean, I've, I've again on the pod for four years next year, and I'm the only one that's won, but I've won both. So here we are, boys. Is anyone else gonna win? I'm waiting. I'm waiting, boys. It's like, what's happening? I keep winning. I'm tired. Something else for me to win, you know. So what we're gonna try and do is win another ring, you know, the, the, the one that counts according to everyone else. And you see, we've got 18 and one now. So it's like now 19. But like it's like zeros all across the board here, so yeah, man. But when you move to a new stadium, I have a hope you have something to hang. So, do <laughs> so maybe next year's NBA Cup. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, go for it, man. You might like it. I, I, I hope the four guys on my team are not on my team next year, and I mean that. With all <laughs> really, Come on. I don't know. You know what? They're all on expiring deals, and I don't. They don't need to come back. Wow, I'll be interested to see how, how that pans out. Man. I think this this season's make or break. Basically. Yeah. Let me let me let me let me talk about your Lakers. Let me talk about your Lakers. I was quite surprised, yeah, to see that LeBron won MVP because I was like, AD's last like few games have been very good, you know. He had the forty and tw- was it forty one and twenty or forty and twenty one in the yeah. final game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, he absolutely absolutely assaulted Miles Miles Turner all night. <laughs> yeah. He, he fouled, did it. He fouled out. Yeah, he, he out did. He, he, he humbly fouled out. Like Bro. he had to. He had to. Bro. <laughs> he, he was just, AD might have been Draymond in that moment. Like he, he was going in, bro. He was going in. Miles Turner literally tried to throw him to the floor. Yeah, that sixth foul of yours. There's, 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 there just wasn't much you could do with AD. And I think this is for one. If I'm a, if I was a Lakers fan, I'd be very, very happy to see that AD's showing up when it matters. Like you said, Jules. I think one of the biggest problems that everyone's had with AD is that not only is he not, not at his full potential or not playing as well as you know he can play. Mm. But he's still allowing LeBron to carry the the mantle for that team and be the best player on that team. When really, like we said it before, LeBron is next year. LeBron will be forty years old, mm. and can you confidently tell me that LeBron at it's age fun, he's thirty nine in December? He's forty next year. Forty next year. Yeah, yeah, right. So, so can you confidently tell me that next year LeBron will not still be the best player on this team? It's crazy. It's in and and it, I'm giving hundred percent credit to LeBron, mm. but Anthony Davis. This could be you because LeBron has definitely dropped off a little bit since I say a little bit. LeBron has noticeably dropped off in his production, in his athleticism, and everything since since he's been at the Lakers. Anyway, like you can notably see it, and I don't understand why this this what should have been Anthony Davis's prime, which is Anthony Davis's prime, he has not taken that. However, I need uh, to come back to you on that point. Okay. After. Ha- however, I have to give him credit for showing up in these games because when they needed him most, when the opportunity was there to 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 win a winner. I don't know if you're gonna call it a ring. Win win the NBA Cup. Yeah, I call it just a cup, right? Yeah, yeah, NBA yeah. Cup. yeah, 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 cup yeah to, to yeah. The, the name's sort of growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I I like that as well. I like that aspect of it. But but so I looked at LeBron LeBron stats. LeBron averaged twenty six point four, eight rebounds, seven point six assists, uh, one point six steals. The thing that's crazy is he did it. All, he did it all in thirty minutes. Mm. Uh, shooting fifty six point eight percent from the field, sixty point six percent from three. Huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Obviously, it's seven games. However, that's yeah, a that's, that's a crazy seven games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over a seven game 60% period. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's because they were winner go. Once they got to winner go home, he's not yeah, gonna miss. Yeah. Not missing yeah. it. Yeah, just chimes it's in. That's what like. the goat does. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they still want to doubt him. That's, that's <laughs> what the goat does. 
Um, a- a- AD had 23.3 points, 14.6 rebounds, which I'm more impressed with than the points. Uh, 3.7 assists, one steal, 2.9 blocks, which is very impressive. 33 minutes, which is not very minutes also, shooting 52% from the field. Um, I think I think if AD's points were, uh, were I'd say if AD had 25, he probably would have won MVP, to be honest. I think he should have regardless. Because just of the... Just watching him play, he's, yeah. he's just completely shutting down the, the other team and he's doing... He's, his two-way play at the moment... I'd agree. He's mad, agree. Like, yeah. he's, he's a defensive player of the year candidate for sure. And, mm. he's, and he was bringing it in those in-season tournament games. To be honest, I think maybe it's because of the position that he's in as, as the centre. He's not really... He's very paint-bound now. I think that's probably making him be valued less maybe from a, on a global scale. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I think maybe because it was the very first in-season tournament, and it seems like oh, you know, give it to LeBron because he's LeBron. I think that maybe had a little bit more to play in it than it should have. A little bit like Jimmy Butler getting the. Don't get him started. Don't get him started. No, no, he agrees with me, bro. Yeah, he agrees yeah. with me. Like Jimmy oh. Butler, like. Because of the name, the, you, it's a name brand. Yeah, man. I think there's a bit more. Of they can't give brand. that to Caleb Martin. Yeah, exactly. Could you imagine That's the true. history books looking back and seeing the history books going? Oh, yeah, than LeBron making it for the very first one makes more sense. The same way the Jimmy. Yeah, Bond man. Look, look what happened to Steph when Iguodala won the Finals MVP. Steph didn't you know get it. I mean? I mean, and people never <laughs> let uh, Steph Curry exactly, forget, man. Like, he did not win that. Final. It makes, it makes a difference, yeah, but yeah. no, I, I I like the point you made as well. Um, because I'll be honest, LeBron was great throughout the whole thing and we saw the efficiency like crazy. But 40 and 20, 20 <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a final yeah. game is insane yeah. stats where it's not win uh, MVP for the tournament. Obviously, they both made uh, the all-tournament team as well, which is... Which is um, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that this situation has worked out though because yeah. we, we said it last week. We said it week in, week out since it, since, it's, since it started. Since it even got announced, that this was a good idea just mm. to make it a bit more interesting earlier in the league. Um, and it's definitely it's definitely done its job. And I think a lot of guys next year, they already said, start talking about how next year they're thinking about changing the incentive to be a playoff position. I don't Guaranteed. like that. Guaranteed. I, I don't like that. I disagree with that as well. I, I, want it, I think it should yeah. guarantee a play-in position. If you at guarantee most. at most a play-in, then at least you know you still have to work to get into the playoffs. Because imagine you could... Win the NBA Cup and then just tank the rest of the season. Sack off. And you're in the No, play. okay. So that's that's where they have to change it then. Incentivize them with the... Yeah, it is a play-in. I'd, I'd maybe even give them six, seventh or eighth. Yeah, that's like The winner I mean. gets seven or... Because yeah. I, I think it's pointless to give them ninth or tenth. Mm. I think if you, the real value would be if you give them seventh... If you give them... Eight, it's seventh has, still has to play the first. Yeah, yeah. give them seventh and give them two opportunities mm. in the play-in to win a game and go to the playoffs. Yeah. Even still, I would. You think that's too much? I think that I would disagree with that as well because okay. I think there should be a minimum game cap, though. Minimum game, so you have to win nah, a minimum. No, because it gets too difficult at that point. Too complicated. Nah, I think you just I, have to win a minimum of like forty games or something. If you win forty games, you're most likely gonna make the play. Sorry, to interrupt. Like, you're most likely gonna make the play. You should incentivize them, though. But then how's that incentive? If you're already gonna make the play, and like, there's no the incentive kind of disappears. Like you look at a team like um, Indiana, for instance, right? I don't... Yes, Indiana played very well up to this point, but we've seen teams start off very, very hot. Like, last year it was Utah, and they didn't even end up making the play-in tournament. So, I feel like there has to... I think they said, if we're going to do the incentive, I think it needs to be at least home court advantage for one of one of the play-in games. Yeah, I, even still, I'm I'm sort of against any of these, to be honest, because mm. I think when it comes to who who's the target for this, the 
So when you're talking about uh, in season or playoff spots and stuff, you're looking, you're talking about teams which maybe would have been on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, those teams in these in this first season's in season tournament were sorry anyway. Like, what's the, what's the, this isn't going to incentivize the Spurs anymore because they suck. So what what difference does it make whether you whether you um, give it as a as a tournament spot or not or a, a playoff spot? Sorry, mm. I, I don't think that would necessarily change things too much. I think if anything, just increase the money. I can't think of any other incentive to really Me. get people up. They're competitive enough anyway. As mm. as human beings, all of these people that we're talking about are, are insanely competitive. They what, don't want to lose. What about uh, like all star hosts or something like that? Something, something a little bit more creative like that would be a bit, would be a bit more. Home court advantage. Maybe, maybe it's something where I, I don't know whether you could do the all star game. Well, the, ne- the ne- not the coming the the, yeah. the following year. You get sure. you get the. I'm just trying to think of think of ways because I think not only do you yeah. need to get the players behind it, you need to get the whole organization behind it. Because obviously, like the everyone, everyone in the coaching staff will be motivated by the fact that you're going to get 500k in your pocket. But if your owner is now saying no, we need to like. Like these games are some of the most important games because the money you're generating from from all star all star game tickets and stuff like that as well, and you're you're getting it for what three four days of events worth as well. That's big money that that especially if you're a smaller market team where you would probably struggle a lot to to sell out unless you're playing against one of the top, top one of the top playoff teams anyway. So maybe maybe that's maybe maybe that's why we could need. Would, would that get Detroit off their ass to win a game? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real good question. Probably I don't. Know. That's a, uh, what what can what can incentivize a bad team to win except for winning themselves? Like it's, 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 it's it has to come from within, isn't it? I think that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. <sighs> that was no, because I'm really stuffing myself saying some wild shit about Detroit right now, man. Some wild shit about Detroit right now. Before we go into that, I wanted to just <laughs> yeah, please very quickly, um, yeah. Talk about obviously LeBron with an MVP. I know you spoke about that. So yeah. I read something very interesting this week, isn't it? So Monday marked the point that LeBron has played the same amount of games as a Laker as he did as a Heat, which is 294 games. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You read out Heat LeBron stats and I read out Laker LeBron stats, all right? It's really interesting. So Heat LeBron stats 26.9 points per game, mm-hmm. 7.6 rebounds per game, 6.7 assists per game, 1.7 steals. 0.7 blocks per game, 56.7% field goal percentage, 37.9% three-point, mm-hmm. 75% free-throw percentage. Laker LeBron, 27.3 points per game, 8.1 rebounds, 7.9 assists, 1.2 steals, 0.7 blocks, 51% from the field, 348 from the three, 71% free-throw. And there's a t- this is a 10-year difference. That's crazy. He's averaging more points. More rebounds and more assists per game. Like in this two hundred, super percentage has to be higher as well, right? Or is it lower? Free throw is is just a bit three lower. Point, three, point, oh, three, three point, three point, it's just a bit lower. It's thirty seven point nine at Miami. And That's surprising. Thirty four point eight. I think a lot of that would be because the Lakers' cast has been worse in terms of a point. Like he's had to do more. He's had to yeah, do more. Yeah, he doesn't I, have a D Wade. Yeah, AD hasn't been. AD didn't also. materialize as well. There's been a lot of people that have maybe yeah. not into their position and he had seasons without AD when we were yeah. we missed that yeah, actual playoffs. that's yeah. very interesting you know but yeah. it's it, to me to me that reason that I, had, I, had, I needed to mention that is just the fact that I always looked at Miami that's Pete LeBron that's what I always looked at that's Pete like, LeBron. I just thought he's untouchable almost like he's, he's that good there is no player better than him 
Whereas now, him. <laughs> him. he's better than him. He, he he's is better, better than, than him. Whereas now, obviously, there are players that are, are, are better than LeBron, and obviously, he's Man. still a top 10 player. But the point I'm trying to make is like, this guy, like, to still be in a position, and this is what I wanted to touch back to him winning mm. MVP, innit? Obviously, we could talk about potentially how it could have gone to him or AD, but yeah. obviously, he did win it, which is the, the point of it. The respect I have for the guy has even grown more because for me, there wasn't a needle or knack to win this, to prove to anyone anymore that something is to potentially pointless as an NBA Cup. Because obviously, the debate between him and MJ about being one or two is about the rings, really, isn't it? M- this won't, this will not change it. That's no, my point. MJ yeah. never it's had an opportunity. Exactly. And then we'll say, if he did, MJ yeah. would have gone eight and seven games. He wouldn't have lost, 100%. We we'll never know, but it's a one, it's a one, one game, game series, thing. So, so you, never, you never know. So the point I'm trying to make is, is that this was purely selfless, in my opinion, for him to go as hard pause to win it. <laughs> 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 and I think no, nah, motivated is money, but obviously it's like legacy wise, nothing really changes. I but agree. but it, it does add slight value to the respect, and I think that's why I'm wanting to to finish this segment. I've got mad respect for the guy because. And even like some of the things he's able to do at his age, like it, it is like I, I, to me, if you don't see him as the goal, I, I don't. Well, you, I, you I don't say it won't it. add anything to his legacy, but we don't know what how the cup, the NBA cup, will be valued in thirty years. That's a good point. You, know, you never, we don't know at the moment. That's a good point. So it could yeah. be something. It could be seen as a good investment that in thirty years time, LeBron might have been like, oh, and, he, and he was the first guy to ever win this cup. Like mm. you don't know where it will, where it will go. <laughs> but yeah. Um, because there's a lot of uh, mixed answers. Mixed answers. It's not mixed, bro. It is mixed answers. It's not mixed. It mixed answers. There's a lot of wrong answers coming out. <laughs> <in. laughs> I can't remember it. Um, um, uh, one team that we really need to speak about. Who are taking the tons piss. of L's. They just the suck, piss. bro. They suck. Like, they're just right. Pistons. Pistons. Like... I'm sorry, but what did you pay Monty all that money for? Bruh. And then it's not like they don't have talent. Yes, they have the R stars in Killian Haynes. Killian Haynes. You know, um, who else is a, is an R star on that team? Let's be honest, B Stew is, is not is not that great, okay, bro. Not yeah, he, yeah, he. Uh, Wiseman can't get on the See, board. now, Bishu is a person who the ref should target to throw out the game. That's fine. <laughs> that one there. He you, got, fr- he got thrown out the other day. What, addition by subtraction? Yes. Exactly. Did you see he got, fr- he got thrown out for um, squabbling with Pat Beverly? Just I think I did see that, yeah. <laughs> Pat Bev, like, in fairness, Pat Bev elbowed him. Should have got a yeah. tech or something for it. And... B- sent, sent him flying. B- on B- a, on I, think screen, he, I think he yeah. tried to set, 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 set a screen. Now my man just extended yeah. his arm to the point where he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, we'll, he's we'll, clearing we'll, him out, bro. <laughs> 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 you know Pat Bev ain't going to back down, man. So. Well, I he think, spoke about it on his podcast yeah, afterwards. Uh, Pat Bev so basically baited him into getting into the game. That was a veteran troll move. It's easy to do when you know the guy you're playing against is a head case, bro. Yeah, true. I don't think he He was at the Lakers when when he tried to kill LeBron. Hey, but it's like the talent they have in Cade Cunningham, Jalen Durin, Jaden Ivey, like. Assault, assault, uh, assault, assault, yeah, assault, 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 like, yeah. He's moving a crazy 
But what is going wrong? Because you've given Monty what one of the biggest coaching deals. Jimmy Tom Match's contract is. He's on more than a lot than a lot of NBA players. Like, Six year, seventy eight point five million dollars for what? He's getting thirteen <laughs> more a year, bro. Thirteen mil to lose, to lose 20, more than thirteen wow. times. Twenty one, twenty two games in a row now. Wow, wow, That's, like, wow. What's going on? How? I don't understand why the people. It has to be. It has to be tanking. But well, no, then you see the the, the team. Yeah, yeah, like you see their team in like. They've got talent. They're not going to do anything, but they've still got talent there. But I, I don't know. Do you guys think this is this tanking? Is this poor coaching? Is this issue with the players? Is the whole thing like half? What's going? All on? of the above. <laughs> it, it has to be all of the above. Like I, I don't know if it, I don't know how many Pistons games you guys have watched this season. Yeah, me, zero. Me personally, I, I I try to avoid them when I can. But the games that I have seen of them, it, it's, it's they look a little lost to be honest. Like it's it a little bit lost. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a death by a thousand cuts when they play because they've got, they'll have, it's, it's Cade walking the ball up. The, the, the movement's not really there. And they just sort of- They it, shoot like shit as they, well. They man. shoot really poorly. The, the spacing's Cheeks. off and it, they're, not, they're not getting anywhere. And it, and when you've got when you've got someone like Cade who should be doing a little bit better by now, you'd expect. Yeah, but the thing is he's not doing so bad. Like he's got, what's his stats? Someone gets he's getting stats up. I'll get Cameron can get it up. Yeah. But I think Pause. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yo. Hey. Yo. This isn't a, you, you said get it up a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. jo, jo, see what Australian type boy does to you. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh for the season he's averaging twenty two points on forty two percent from the field, thirty two percent from from three, four rebounds, seven assists. 0.9 stills and 0.2 blocks. To be honest, when the team's playing that poorly, to be honest, their, their star players, that means nothing because someone's <laughs> got to score a bucket eventually. So yeah. it doesn't really mean that much. I think it really comes down to them just trying to gel as a team. And I don't think it's going to happen as it is. I think they probably need to make some of these changes already. But what do you like, say? What, what changed? Like, what I think stop, the personnel needs to change. Stop playing Killian Hayes. Like yeah, a, like there, there needs stop. to be some... Take him some, off. Take him some, off. Some, 100%. some decisions made where like, Coming from my perspective, yeah, as an OKC fan, I've I've watched a lot of bad basketball in the past few years before this season <laughs> with the OKC team, and they had players come in, uh-huh. they wouldn't be that good, and then they'd get rid of. Them. That's, <laughs> what that's, 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 that's what a good team does. That's what a good team does. That's what a yeah, rebuild yeah. is for. You're not rebuilding and going, oh, we we drafted this guy. Yep. He's not that good. You can try to develop him, and then if he's not working, you put him in the G League. Like we we had players like um, Usman Jiang, yeah. Yep. And he's barely touched an NBA court because he spends all of his time in the G League. That's what he, he should was, be doing. He man. was, I think, I think they drafted him eleventh or something. Like he was supposed to be very, very good, and he yeah. is, but he's not ready for the NBA. NBA so you yeah. send him away, you get someone to replace him. I don't think that Detroit are really moving in that direction properly yet. They, where they need to make the decisions, they're getting too attached to the players they draft, and they're not good enough at the moment. Yeah, that's a great yeah. point. That's that's that's, the, that's a core issue. I think you're right in what you literally just said, that they are getting too attached because when you're looking at the way their team has been constructed, it's a lot of players that have been there that haven't kind of worked out, but they're trying to give them another chance. They're trying to see maybe he'll make a breakthrough this season, maybe. And you base it off probably a, a couple of games that last season where the certain players might have got 25 points or 30 points or gone on a three to four game run where they looked really good. So they... Like Jaden Ivey. Literally like Jaden Ivey. So you're like... He might come good. This let's give him another go. But 
what is happening is we are witnessing one of the worst NBA records. Like we are, we are on the cusp of history for the about wrong. To, about to see the Bobcats part two. Literally, I, I, and like I can read you out the top. We've got the top eight here. So the Bobcats is twenty three games. When one twenty twelve, twenty three games in a row that they lost. Oh, they lost <laughs> twenty twelve. Yeah, you've got the Nuggets tied on twenty. The Nuggets are also tied in ninety seven, ninety eight. Twenty three games. Vancouver Grizzlies, 96, 23 games. Cleveland Cavaliers, 1982, 24 games. 76ers, 26 games, 2014. Let me go to the final two. Cavaliers in 2010, 2011, once LeBron James left. <laughs> yeah, that was when they got Kyrie the year after, yeah. 26 games in a row. And the 76ers, 28 games in 2015. It's the longest <laughs> losing streak. I think, I think the Pistons, although they are losing a lot, mm. I think they're taking a lot of the flack for the two other teams, which are also losing a lot of. No, no, but we can't, we can't ignore. Let me, I mean, let me finish this quickly <laughs> because I, w- I want to read you out who they're playing next yeah. uh-huh. to, to, the, uh, to just finish and understand where's this win gonna come from. They got the seventy sixes. Yep. L. Bucks. L. Hawks. L. Utah. Any team except L. for the other two really bad teams are probably gonna. That's be what I mean. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> Bro- Brooklyn back to back, yeah. Oh, no. Boston, oh. Toronto. I know, I know where their win will come. Please tell me. Some one of these teams is going to rest all their guys. Yeah, and then there's going to have they got there'll be one Cade Cunningham game where he'll go off. We'll have like forty. He'll finally like have a career high yeah. of probably twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're not rating him. You're not rating him. Bro. You're not rating him. No. You're not rating him. That's deep, man. Rory's coming from Australia on smoke. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, a piss. That, 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 yeah, that's that's where it Wait, will come. So I don't know where they're gonna win. So, so I've got I got basketball reference up because I I wanted to understand. So this is their youngest team they've they've ever had, with an average age of twenty three point one years. So you could say part of the fact that they're shit is down to the fact they haven't got vets on their team, apart from Bogdan. Yeah, like one one vet who I'll be honest, I don't see where the where the fit is in terms of like ha- like there's he's, there's a thing about there, having vets. I don't think he's ever cared about half the shit like that, in it. Like no, he's he's been the, he's a twenty point per game when he was in his peak. He'd just be at the pace. Hundred percent points, and that was like if, if 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 I'm Detroit, yeah, yeah, the vets I'm looking at are Patrick Beverly, yeah, and I'm not saying that Pat Bev is a is a model role is, is a role model. However, I think Detroit haven't got any heart, bro. I think they give up so easily in mm. their games. I think yeah. their their mentality is all like this whole, and I think part of it is that definitely down to Monty. However, I saw Monty Williams turn the Phoenix Suns into the Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. of today. You know, I remember that. They had a Devin Booker. I'm not saying no, no. However, however, the year that Devin Booker when they're in the bubble and they won those eight straight games, yeah, you cannot tell me yeah that roster wise that team were hundreds hands and hands and like you say. If they play ten times, they're winning all ten of those games against the Detroit Pistons team because they, they had they had they had flaws to them as well. They, they had a lot of younger guys who didn't necessarily have a lot of experience playing the game. Now you look at maybe maybe I'm talking shit to be fair because they still had Aiden, they still had Mikel Bridges enough. Ha- they had a lot of losing seasons. But do, do you not think it's coming it's, to that point? It's similar to this team though in terms of mm. think about it. right. So let me just read out Detroit's last five seasons in terms of wins: 20, 20, 23, 17. And now they're on two wins. Obviously, the season doesn't finish it. But the, the most wins they've had in the last five years is 23. Wow. This team, this franchise, this city, all they know is L's. Detroit's not, not, um, not doing too well. The only, I think the only time they've even sniffed the playoffs was when Blake Griffin had to destroy his knee to 
Oh, my God. That was the only time they actually got anywhere near. Yep, 100%. They're, they're currently shooting uh, a team. They're shooting 33, 33.8% from the three as a team. 46% from the field. Um, they're shooting 79. Too, too fair? I can't lie. Historically, this team, are, I don't know what, what the rest of the team is saying. They're not great free throw shooters as a team either. Um. And uh, and they're averaging the most turnovers they've had in. Like, I'm looking on here. This thing goes back years. Yeah. I'd say for at least the last close to 25 years, the most turnovers they've it's, ever it's, had. It's Which is what? 16.7 per, per game. game. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's wow. Bad, but That's a lot of turnovers. <laughs> yeah. I think between, between, between them, <laughs> between them, the Spurs and and the Wizards, it's. I think they're very unfortunate. Also coming into this really terrible run of play when there's a lot of good teams around as well. Like the quality the league, of league is yeah, definitely the quality increased. of the league yeah. at the moment is so high, a lot more balanced. And there's just a few teams. Basically, those three teams have no chance really of winning any game. <laughs> Nothing. Like I want to read something out. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting so, waxed by so everyone. <laughs> the Pistons, Spurs, and Wizards are one of fifty-four over, over their last fifty-five combined games. Oh. The, o- the only win in this stretch was What's Wizards <laughs> winning against the Pistons. Oh. The only time. Oh. This is no. why. This is why I kept trying to say like it's, this is. It, I, okay. You, okay. Okay. It's unfortunate for the Pistons that they started losing one or two games before the other two teams. <laughs> 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 if they won the, if they would have had a shorter streak. Yeah. Wow. The streak. These are three. Can teams. you say that one? I'll, I'll read. I'll read it. One of fifty-four what? in the last fifty. The Pistons, Spurs, and Wizards are one of fifty-four. Over their last oh, fifty-five combined <laughs> games, and the only win in this stretch was the Wizards' win over the Pistons. And unfortunately, I watched that game. Oh what? Sorry, the Arsenal. Out of sheer curiosity, <laughs> what does this look like? I, it was genuinely because, like, as you guys know, I've been living in Australia. I went to an Australian game, right? Mm. I went to Melbourne United versus South East Melbourne Phoenix. Okay, that was a better game. I'm not than, surprised. Than the Wizards versus. I'm not surprised. And it was it was horrible. Horrible. Let me let and go just go turnover go. after turnover, mm. bricks after bricks. <laughs> <laughs> but wow! To win. How did you do it? <laughs> what Watch the whole game. Did you laugh? <laughs> I, 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 literally, I, was, I was walking out. I was walking out of work. Yeah, because like, like, like the game was on around lunchtime. Mm. Yeah, I'm walking out of work. I'm going home early after work. I'm watching it. Like, like, I've covered half the screen with WhatsApp. Like, I'm walking, <laughs> I'm just talking to people. Oh, and, like, yeah, way off. Like, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's airballs. I have a few questions. So, you think we're being, do you think we're being harsh on Detroit by by not even mentioning Washington and San Antonio? Yes. I, I, think, I think that all three teams deserve some form of. No, shot. you're right. Okay. That's shocking. All, they all have got some okay. some glaring problems. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna address Washington first. Washington are as bad as everyone thought they were gonna be. Washington are 100 as bad as everyone thought they were gonna be. A mm. team that delayed a rebuild to keep one overpaid fringe star at this point. I ca- I can't now be shocked that they're not doing well. And technically, this is only the first year of their rebuild. And are they even really full rebuild phase yet? I think they're. I think they're having to. I think this is a wake up. No, hundred percent. This, this season's been a wake up call for the Wizards that they can't pivot three away from this rebuild. Anymore. Yes. <laughs> three and twenty. Yeah, they've got the same records. 
Bro, the Wizards that is absolutely. Spurs are both. Are all three of them the, are terrible. The, yeah. but, but again, again, let me ask you a question. When you your bet your two best players, one wants to be a runway model. Ouch. And and the other one hasn't had a haircut since he got punched by Draymond Green. <laughs> I don't blame him. I don't blame him. He's, he's, he's what? Going Whoa, he's going what, what? What are we? This is his pandemic. What the the way Jordan Poole has played since he got to Washington it's been is been disgusting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. I, I'm telling you right now, yeah. I know under sixteen National League coaches that would not play that man on his team the way he's playing because he's playing with no heart. He's playing like he's taking the absolute pit. He's playing like there's 15 minutes left of lunchtime and he's trying to get some buckets. <laughs> Damn, it's a shame. It's, it's horrible. It's, it's, it's so, horrible to watch. So, well. so I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not blaming Washington. I've watched more Washington as well and they are just... They don't have the personnel. They don't have the personnel. So that's fine. San Antonio is a completely different situation, obviously. San Antonio obviously have the number one, number one over, overall pick. The reason I'm going to give San Antonio a slight grace, not all the way grace, because... One, I think Pop is really just experimenting with what to see what everyone is and what everyone can do. And I think San Antonio are going to be one of the first rebuild teams to start mo- like moving off players quickly. Because I've already seen a report that's saying how people aren't sure if Ke- Keldon Johnson is going to remain on that team by the end of this season. And not that he's not good necessarily, he just doesn't fit what they're doing as a team. Using, yes. He's a he's a good player the, and he doesn't deserve this. The, the, the same the same way Dejounte Murray got yeah. got, but I, I'm not gonna say blessed because I don't think Atlanta are amazing. But he still got given an opportunity so, to go yeah. and play for a, for a team that that could that are, are at least gonna be in the playoffs and send him to Atlanta. Is it? I think the similar situation is gonna happen with Keldon Johnson as well. I feel like um, what's the brother's name? They're they're shooting guard. Um, Devin Vassell, sorry, thank you. I think I think with Vassell, I think it's a different situation. I think because he's a, a certified guard, like Keldon Johnson is a six six undersized forward, if we're being honest. It's a small forward, I think, when it, when it boils down. Ex- to ex- exactly, and, and they need to have an actual point guard on the court. I think they're going to lean more to, to actually playing uh, Trey Jones now as well. Um, because playing Sohan at the one hasn't necessarily been. It's not been a great experiment. I don't. Th- I don't know if they even thought they were gonna win games though. But again, I think Pop is just experiment. At least I'm seeing the thought process in Pop's head saying we need to see what these guys actually are, which is why I understand why they're losing games. What's the trick's excuse? They're doing the same thing. With what? Unfortunately, with what? 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 Exper- what, what experimenting are they doing I, with this team? I, I don't know. Starting killing Hayes and putting Chase <laughs> on the bench. That's <laughs> wow. Killing <laughs> Hayes. Unfortunately. I they're, think they're just a few fur, they're a few years further into their rebuild. Which is why I think it's worse though. It is, it is, I think it's worse. But both but both they, both they're all bad. They're all very bad. It's shocking. But three three wins by Chris by nearly we're nearly at Christmas. Three wins by Christmas is bad. No, it doesn't matter if you're experimenting or it's not. Insane. That is bad. How, however, you look at you look at you look at um Detroit's team, yeah. They have Cade at number one. They took Jaden Ivey at number five, was he? I think. Asar oh, Thompson oh, was yeah. definitely so, oh, number five as well. Oh, yeah, picks. Yeah, picks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Asar Thompson was definitely number five as well. So you're telling me they have th- at least three top five picks. Yes, they're young on their team. San Antonio have one. So I, that, they, they tanked hard for him. Wemby? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, they they went out of their way. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was they've worth got, it. Super tank. They, yeah. they went. They, they went, went out of their way to get I think that's part of the reason of why they're so bad now. Like they really tried to bring that team to bare bones to make sure they got the number one. Getting rid of Jonte Murray was the first step in that process. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, yeah, I, I, I understand. Maybe we are definitely. In fact, 
I'm not just going to say us. The media in general are being harsh on Detroit. And I think it's because Detroit look ugly playing basketball. Also because they just lost longer. That That is a pure reason. Yeah, like, yeah, if, yeah if, just if, lost. Yeah, like if, if you flip, if you flip whenever the calendar was for those wins, the conversation would be different. And I think mm. that is quite unfortunate for them. Mm. And... They're still, like I said, no, none of these, none of these teams have cracked five wins. Mm-hmm. So, at, at, <laughs> which at, is crazy. At, at what point do you say, look to all three of them, like you need to, you need to sort something. But out. this is how teams should have been tanking for Victor Wembanyama last year. So who are you tanking for? Like you, no, they're just losing. They're not they're, tanking. They're not, this yeah, is, this that's, is that's the craziest the thing. Is looking for nobody. That's just, what, I mean. that's what makes losing. it worse. Yeah, from my perspective, I think the the Spurs experiment, cool. You know, they're they're figuring him out. Wemby doesn't look like. In my opinion, I think I'm I'm coming from I'll put my I'll put my hand up straight away and say I'm biased. The rookie of the year conversation. It should And I'm seeing I've seen people try to say that it's that Wembenyama. They've tried to have him in all defense conversations because I've because he gets a few um, highlight blocks and stuff like that. But they're losing a lot of games. And yeah. I'm not sure where the this this is if this is development. I'm not sure how this is developing him that well. Yeah, is it losing is, by this much? Constantly, like same with Wizards as well. I don't see how get like MB dropping fifty on you is going to help you win later on down yeah. the line. It do you know? Help. Do you know? It is as always. Yeah. Obviously, the situations are different <laughs> because sorry, it's just it's worse in Washington because they're not that young in it. Like, yeah, yeah, like, there's just nothing. Like, yeah. Why are you so bad, bro? MB just bullied Gafford off the court. Man, and bro, bro man, man, man got like man in man in Detroit are going home to like they're probably sharing with like one of their boys sharing their crib one of their boys. Man in Washington are going home to their wives, yeah, right, after bro. losing about fifty. Yeah, like. That's a different like look. How can you look at your child after you just got 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 fifty drops on you like that yeah, I again? Mean, I think, I think <laughs> we're basically looking at the three different phases of tanking. Uh, like our tanks are three. Yeah, Embiid, um, Embiid, because of him. Huh? The Spurs are trying to do that. You know, come back up. Yep. Wizards, I think, are on the way down. Yep. And Pistons are just plateauing. Like, they're just in that groundhog day. Of, I might have to send the whole Pistons team to Thailand, but we'll sign. Yeah. For what? <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> they just shouldn't Some be here. Phoenix Suns team, but. That's crazy. He went into detail <laughs> because we all know what that means. <laughs> Yo, gonna call up certain stars, bro. All right, and they made the finals though, so that's very true, actually. <laughs> yeah. That's very hey, true. Maybe that's what they need. <laughs> very quickly, boys. Um, speaking of Washington, so you know how we spoke about in previous episodes about the Bradley Bill no trade clause, yeah. yeah. This is the effect, surely, of the no trade clause. It's the value you get back for when the player has too much power and can get to where he wants to go and mm. they've received a bag of bones because they that's are not, dog shit. Like, you're yeah. looking at it last year. Washington weren't this bad. Like, I, I, were middling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you didn't expect... Like, I thought they'll be bad, but three and... What? What? That three, three wins, but I could never have bet that. That could... December. That's... I mean, Pistons, yeah, maybe. But one of them was against the Pistons. It was, was one it? of those three yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, makes yeah. it even worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's won two, two games. Two real wins. <laughs> That's what I mean. The, That's the, the, I think, yes, no trades closed, but it's just more down to these Supermax contracts and the way I've been talking about it as well. It It's very <laughs> rare nowadays that you're seeing guys really return the value of giving someone a Supermax because not only does it mean that you're tied to them for X amount of years at an extortion amount of money to a point where you can't build any real talent around them. But also, when it comes to moving them now, 
There's not many teams in the league that have 45 million just chilling there in, in free cap space. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, you need to get very lucky to get a to get return like the Portland Trailblazers did for Dame. Like, that's very rare 100%, to, get, uh, to get such a return yeah. investment. Um, I, I, I particularly was extremely harsh on, on the first part of that trade because I said, there's no way you're going into... Um, I didn't think they got enough back for, for, for Dame. But then once they got... They got the they got picks and they got um, Drew Holiday and then they were able to move that again to get even more back for it. So yeah. all in all, that 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 was a great haul. But then you look at you look at what teams got for Bradley Bill. Um, John Wall got literally nothing. Russ got literally nothing. Like there's loads of guys who are on silly money. They just get traded for each other. Yeah, yeah, they've just been shifted there, and it's like, all right, you you got a contract somewhere else, boom, and it's and then like. They get bought out at the very I think that history that's what history is going to tell us 100% they get frustrated they'll get yeah 100% I think that will be one of the worst age like contracts or contract clauses or whatever it is in the league when when we look on it in like 10-15 years the Supermax might have might have been the death of a lot of these teams and I I genuinely believe if you're a small market team and you're giving a guy a Supermax you need to have a plan the plan can't be we'll give him a supermax. He'll hang around and hopefully someone will come to us. That's not a plan. That's hopes and wishes. But at the end of the day, if you're a small market team, no one's trying to go Washington. And I don't even think that's even a really a small market. If you look in America, that they really were good. Is a, they would be a big market. Have you heard? Yeah. Have you heard about that they're moving? Yeah, I've heard they're that. moving from Washington to Virginia now. Both. Both. I've, I've, I, I didn't know if it was. If it was them and the baseball team, right? Yeah, and the baseball. I I think it's in talks. I'm hearing it's in talks, but it's likely to get that. What, yeah. What's the? But I don't understand the reason for that because is it because no one really lives in DC like that? So because people definitely live in DC, like I can't understand what's the logic behind moving from DC to Virginia. Did it say? It didn't really say, but I don't know if it's more of a sporting city. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe like, I don't know. Obviously, that's the capital. So I don't know. I don't know. But question I want to ask the boys, as I love asking the question to round up a segment, <laughs> um, who gets the 10 wins first and why? None of them. Who gets... I don't think... No, honestly, yeah, I, I genuinely... Someone someone's got to get to 10 wins. No, they don't. Someone has so to. Because how many times are the Wizards and um, Pistons playing each other? That's <laughs> a good question. Are they in the same division? <laughs> I, I, I'm, Do I'm not, not kill sure. me. I'm not sure about They're only winning against <laughs> each other. <laughs> hey, it might help. It will, it will help. But I think, to be honest, it has to be the Wizards, in my opinion. Why does that I think that they will... Something has to click. You'd assume between out of the three teams, they're the they're the most experienced team. Now. Wait, I'd, wait, I'd wait. like to think that they would get to ten. They would get to ten. And, and how many would and they finish on then? Oh, actually, saying that out loud, I'm not sure. I think um, I think they won't get. I think we're going to see some historically bad, wow, um, like losing records by the end of the season for one, maybe from the Spurs because the West is so is so stacked. So good, and, yeah. And no one else is really looking too bad at the moment but one thing which I think could help the Pistons at least because I know they're in the same division as the Bulls mm. and the Bulls are looking quiet the Bulls um, are one win away from the Bulls, Bulls aren't that bad yeah no but they're about to tear it down from yeah that's true that is true so I think it, maybe it, the fact that it gets down to the division clashes yeah it's going to be it's going to be part of it but yeah we battle of the bums for sure because all of these teams are going to play each other enough that they'll probably Enough wins, yeah. They'll play, they'll play the Spurs twice, each, each of the teams, so that's going to help. So, so, <laughs> so, it's just only against each other. Yeah, <laughs> off, off the top of my head. Relegation battles. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> Mid-season. Off, off, off the top of my head, the Pistons and the Bulls are in the same division, in the Central Division, I believe, and then the Wizards and the Hornets are in the same division, 
from the in the southeast division, which means the 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 bottom four teams in the Eastern Conference are from two from two divisions. Wow. Obviously, the potential three. So it doesn't. I don't know if it means a lot. However, all these ass teams are just going to keep playing each other. Keep rack ups and win because someone has to win. But then you say, like you said, you say that. Look at the Spurs and who's in the Spurs division. They have to play against Dallas. Mm -hmm. They have to play against Rockets. Houston. The the Rockets. They have to play against. uh, Is definitely no. They have to play against the Grizzlies. Mm. And I think the other team might be the Pelicans. Yeah, it is the Pelicans. They're not beating any of them teams. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm super harsh on the Rockets, and the Rockets are wow. twelve and nine right now. They're not beating any of those teams. Because they beating no one. It's true though. Uh, to be honest, unless unless something clicks with this team halfway through, and to be honest, if they're going to start trading some of their better players, as well, <coughs> they might they they'll probably end up with a with another number one pick next that year. That is hilarious. The Spurs. Yeah. Back to back. You know, there's another French, uh, another seven foot plus Frenchman. Yeah. Do they need him as well? They're, I mean, they're, who, they're, who, they're, they're currently starting Zach Collins at the at the five. Yeah. I, if I'm honest, if I'm San Antonio, I'm looking for a point guard. I'm not looking for yeah, yeah, a yeah. big necessarily. Yeah. But it, but you it know, depends on what they're doing with the rebuild, how they want to do it. I think they're going to be they're going to be doing it in the draft for the next heavy for the next two years because they have Charlotte's protected pick next year. Well, it's protected this year, so they'll get it the third for I, next year. Mm. I think it's top. I think it's top ten this year and then top five next year, or top five this year and top three next year. Wow! All I'm saying, the Spurs at some point could have two, two in the next two years could have a two. Yeah, man. That's crazy. These teams fucking suck. Honestly, to be honest, on the twenty-one lose, twenty-one game losing streak, Spurs. 18, like they're, 18. Re- they're really going ass for us. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, Detroit, Detroit are protecting them. This is Detroit are protecting these this teams from getting a lot of flat. That's all I'm saying. This really? is what you call an Arsosaurus Rex. <laughs> 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 like, I don't understand What's what that? is going on. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put my OKC hat on and say that there's no way that a man with three wins should be getting rookie of the year. I think that's not. I think that's relative. Mm. I think that is. Uh, Three wins is shocking. Though. Comparing where Chet is and where it's not. No, because, it's not because, because look at the. Let's look yeah, at, let's, right. let's let's look add at some this context. around and let's, let's add add some context. context. OKC, okay, you've got first of all SGA who has been who has developed into an amazing player. One of the one yeah, of the best point guards in the best, league right now. Yeah, and then obviously um, Chet's come into that system. There you have J Dub who's also improved. Like they are looking like contenders so they've just kidding they've gone <laughs> they've gone through a rebuild and now on this on the part where they've obviously still building but they're on the positive side of it where spurs have been literally tanking they're doing experiments they have a six nine forward at point guard like there's a lot of things going on with the spurs where they are in terms of jet and obviously being in the system um, for the year, seeing how the team moves, understanding how they they are, their plays, getting all the knowledge to insert yourself perfectly into a team who have now taken like four steps mm. away from the rebuilding phase. But then, I'm not saying that that means yes when we should win Rookie of the Year because it should be in the it should be in the, it should be it part sh- of the yeah it should be because if obviously you're, if you're it's a little bit like Evan Mobley yeah before where if you're if you've come into a system and actually been an active contributor. 
And I think one of the main reasons why OKC are being able to do what they're doing is because they've now got that center presence. Yeah. They didn't have that before. Yeah, so he's, he's contributing. He, he, is, yeah. he is getting, he's one of the, I would say, and I'm not the only one who said this, I'm, I'm seeing him as like a top 10 two-way center at the moment. Stretch five, he's shooting threes. And he's also defending very well. Yeah. And he's he's that the pick and pop game is there and stuff. And it might it may be unfortunate for Wemby that he's not necessarily got the partner to be running mm-hmm. with at the moment. But that is genuinely that's how the game's playing out. And I think before the season started, Wemby was being pre crowned as rookie of the year. Exactly. Yeah. And the games are panning out and yeah, no he, one's talking about him for a reason. There's other rookies of the years and they're talked about throughout the season. And he's just going, ah, we'll probably just give it to him. And I think now that there's actual rookies playing, like Chet, yeah. the conversation. I'll be honest, if, 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 if Chet wasn't injured and played last season and this was, he wasn't here as a rookie, in, as a rookie, uh, Wemby would walk away with it because a lot of the other rookies aren't, to no, me. No one's really hearing about him. Yeah, but I think what Chet is doing is like, has been outstanding and I think, it's it's credit to him to come off such a serious injury at a young age and obviously you're young so you can kind of bounce back but it is credit to bounce back and get in the system and kind of know how it works and they're playing winning basketball so I think but to analyse both situations it is tough because obviously for example OKC you guys were were you on the verge of the play-in last year? Uh, we played we, we lost to the Pelicans you lost no, yeah no, yeah no, no, no. we beat the Pelicans and, we and you lost the that's it you lost the other one so so you're on the verge of making the playoffs you win the play-in whilst the San Antonio Spurs were rock bottom so I think there is a parallel yeah, in exactly. terms of where both teams franchises are um, but I think yeah credit yeah, to Chet we'll never yeah, get to see the mistakes that Chet could have made as a pure rookie but he still at least came onto the NBA court mm. And has really, I wouldn't even say adjusted. He's just he's fit in. He's yeah, fit in he's right. looking at his stats as well, he was very close. To, I think he was earlier on. He was like 50, 40, 90. Now he's just yeah. shy of. Yeah, and, still though, like it's, it's still that's, close. Like that's crazy. Thirty eight percent from three on four point two attempts. Mm-hmm. He's shooting. Um, he's scoring seventeen points a game, two point four blocks a game. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And eighty eight percent from the, field, from three. The, the, yeah. the only reason I don't agree but with your. The only reason I don't agree with your argument about Victor Wembanyama's wins because Chet home, you, you guys got lucky getting Chet because you had the fourth best odds that year, mm-hmm. and you ended up jumping from four in the lottery to two to get Chet. Like in a in a normal situation, Chet would have gone to a Houston or a Sacramento, who who at the time weren't looking too too hot, but yes, did end up turning it on in the end. But my point is that he got lucky in terms of being drafted by an organisation that already had a pretty good situation going on? No, of course, 100%. But at the same time... <laughs> Don't hate the game. Hate the game. <laughs> no, of course not. Come on, bro. I, I, I respect it. But at the same time, that's why you kind of can't discredit Victor's, Victor's um, numbers or Victor's claim to being Rookie of the Year purely based off team record because... Not purely, but it needs to be part of But, it. like, you could t- take mm. Chet off OKC, take Victor off S- San Antonio and, like... No, I'm not gonna say. I'm not, there's no need to say that because I don't know if it would make a great deal of difference. To be honest, I, I've re- okay. See, it would for sure. You think it would make you better yeah, or worse? Because worse. Vic, Victor's okay. Victor's game is not like the way how Chet is shooting as well. Victor, that's not really been part of Victor's game. He's not really efficient mm-hmm. there, so I don't know. And they're hiding him from center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one, one, I think if, if he was playing as center, 
I think it would be. Yeah. No, no, of, of, of course, but I think the point I'm trying to make is that the supporting cast on both teams, I say supporting cast because Shea is not a supporting cast, but you know what I mean, the yeah, point I'm trying to make is, is very, very different. But yeah. I even even me, I started off by saying it should be um, Victor, but I agree with you. He's getting the media love that like Luca was getting earlier in his career as well. Mm-hmm. As well. And I I get it, like he's a, he's a unicorn to watch and you haven't seen anything like that before, but at the same time, like... Don't don't discredit because we haven't we hadn't seen Chet before even like a uh, Chet before. You watched any Spurs this season? Yeah, One, yeah, I, 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 I watched when they played against us. He said he's us. Nah, he, he played he's well. Not, he's not. Right. He played well against us yesterday. Yeah, innit? yeah. I, I think he doesn't. He doesn't look NBA ready. He doesn't yeah, look assertive. I'll say that. He's, he's, yeah. Which is fine because he's a rookie. But yeah, yeah and also and the way the way he's being used there is very weird. Like they're figuring him out. That's that's the thing. So. But like I say, this year is a year of mistakes. He's a rookie. This is what he's for. So what we really need to look at also is obviously the second half of the season, how he looks, and then how he looks next year as well. Now that you've seen the NBA floor for a year, you know your mistakes, you know your flaws. Where do you go from here? Chet Chet deserves it. Chet deserves it. Yeah, I think it might come out as a little bit of a Ben Simmons versus Donovan Mitchell dynamic. I I was was literally just thinking (laughs) that. I was was literally just thinking that, except when Ben won it, Donovan Mitchell had much better numbers. Like it was it was a big difference. But I I, they they were in the playoffs that season as well. Yeah. Yeah. And Mitchell was a big driver. Yeah, he was yeah, the reason. Yeah, to to chime in Mm. before before we head off very quickly, expectations for OKC. We got you here. Yes. Very yes. quickly. Very uh, where are you currently in the West? Second. I, I think yeah, we're second. second, maybe. No, uh, second in the West. Second, second in the West. Yeah. And I think um, the expectations for the season, I think now that it, it feels a little bit like they've arrived uh, mm. after yeah. a few years of slowly making the progress and making the, you know, making the experience plays and shedding some of the weight as they go along. Yeah. I think I would to see them probably drop off a little bit as the season goes on just with just with natural play i think there's probably an expectation of injuries to come just with the nature of an of course, game of course. so i'm expecting maybe like a three to five finish mm-hmm. and i'm hopefully like yeah home court advantage and i i, I don't think personally maybe because i watch them all the time I, t- I still think that there's improvements to be made and i think that there might be instances in the playoffs where they get exposed a little bit and I think I would hope to see that they win a win around in the playoffs. I think is what I would expect, but I'm not sure if they're gonna be able to make it to the conference finals at the moment. Yeah. I think yeah, second so round, round, second yeah. round, second yeah. round. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm expecting maybe a second round sort of situation. So if you don't, if you don't get, would you be disappointed if you like get a first I, round exit? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I no. At this yeah, rate, 100%. Yeah. I think if we get past the first round, mm-hmm. I think I'm everything past that would be. Yeah, yeah. Good. I think that's fair. Yeah. As long as there's no catastrophic injuries throughout the season, that's where I'm expecting it to be. I think one thing that still looms over everyone's head is the Josh Giddy situation. Yeah. And that's impacting his own play as well. Yeah. You know, I um, think he's been I down th- for this whole season to be honest, though, yeah. I would say. That's 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 what's that's gonna hurt you guys. I, I think with that that will hurt you guys. And as I think yeah, if you guys don't end up playing if you don't don't play the Nuggets in the second round, I think you should, you could get to the conference final. I actually think you could get I to think, go. I think the West is too tough, man. I'll be honest. The West, it, you know, it is tough, but I just there's it's something sneaky my, about OKC. My, yeah, I I don't think you're far from wrong. I do think you're wrong. I just but be, just just because of like you've been singing Chet's praises, but like 
if we talk about like the centers that are in that are in like the top playoff teams anyway, like obviously you said Jokic, uh, AD. Um, you go further down to even like Minnesota, like you know I don't like Gobert, but that that that, that Gobert yeah, yeah. also there there yeah and that's it that's that will still be a long day. That was the same team we lost to in the yeah play, the Timberwolves and the Nuggets with, without like Chet, a huge flair huge yeah. threat. Like I, I just I just think it's but I think a lot of teams in the West are looking at the Mavs like what Luca would do potentially in the, in the seven game series against them. Yeah, but mm. yeah, I know, but, but, but you got I'm, the I'm, I'm, yeah. I, even got even the me, like, I, I back Shay to put him, put him to I, I, yeah, I'll come back on, Shay and Shay Dort, listen, and, and Jason Wallace, those three together on the perimeter. Just, just give him hell on it. Man. Don't yeah. forget that when we played them, we went on a thirty and zero run to lose. <laughs> so. That already showed me that there's a lot of stuff that we have to do no, over course, there. Course, so that's why I, the only two teams that I think the the top radar teams are issues is Nuggets and the Timberwolves because they've they've been able to figure OKC's tricks in a way and to kind of use it against them. Then after that, you know, it slides down to teams having a more. Okay, there's obviously there's opportunities and chances there. Win. Is this matchups? Yeah. yeah. So okay. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. But that is the end of the pod, guys. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode with our returning Australian. It's about progress. It's about <laughs> progress. <laughs> Hopefully next year I'll be fluent. <laughs> um, yeah, make sure you guys uh, like the video, subscribe, share, follow us on socials. I take it to pod on Twitter or X, whichever you want to call it. Um, I take it to the rim podcast on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Also, make sure that you follow Rory. Plug in your socials there. Insert. That was a bit mad. So it's a raw play. It's a bit like foreplay, but an R. <laughs> you see, you see your it's, it's R. Wait, wait. It's an R. It's an R for the F and a four for the A. Bam. Um, but it's all locked up at the moment, so you can go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> nice, 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 uh, nice. And as Jules always says and takes us out. Over and out, baby. Done.